This episode of Limit Break Radio is made possible by our generous Patreon donors, including Chalo Mahola of Behemoth, Rosalind Thorne of Belmung, Ashney Linham of Belmung. Thank you so much for your support. If you want to support Limit Break Radio, visit patreon.com slash limitbreakradio. Welcome to Checkpoint Radio. We cover esports and gaming news, as well as trends, experiences, and insight. We'll tell you about the latest games, important events coming up, as well as give you the biggest newsmakers in esports and gaming. So tell us what you want, what you think about what you hear. It's easy to interact. Check us out on social media at CheckPT Radio and on the web at CheckpointRadio.com. This is Checkpoint Radio. Listen on demand Fridays at our website at CheckpointRadio.com. There was an idea to bring together a group of incredibly toxic people. To see if we become more than a podcast. So when they needed us, we could have the conversations that they never could. what it's like to lose to feel so desperately that you're right but to pay all the same dread it run from it the cash shop still arrives prepare the patch notes Engage the record button and get this man a microphone. Fun isn't something one considers when balancing an MMO. But this (laughs) does put money in my pocket. Limit Break Radio. Infinitely at war. Live from Aorzia. Limit Break. Take your clothes off. Juxtaposition. I don't get it. Ascalia. Holy shit, totally forgot about him. And Mika. Oh my god. Limitbreakradio.com. Five, four, three, two, one. Whoa. 
Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, to episode 176 of Limit Break Radio. Joining me today is, of course, my fellow Dick Ninja partner in crime, Juxtaposition. Juxta, how's it going, buddy? What up, though? We're going to run this today. Nero's out of town. We run this bitch. Who run this bitch? We run this bitch. Who run this bitch? That's right. And of course, uh, I think... Who run this bitch? <laughs> yes, yes, we, we're, we're, we're... Who run we're, this bitch? We're running it. We're running it. That's right. And uh, if she She run this bitch. Yes, thank you. And if she's awake, we also have with us Nika Kayani. Nika, are you there? Barely. Barely here. Well, I'm glad that you were able to join us today. Uh, you know, I mean, it would be one thing just me and Jux to hear. Like, it would be an amazing show. But, you know, we need some type of punching bag, right? And so we're, we're really glad. No, I'm too tired for that. Don't. <laughs> I need someone to bring it down. I, so <laughs> that just means she has no defenses today. I don't. I have zero. I drove five hours to North Carolina yesterday, went to a wedding and drove five hours back. Did you go by yourself? Senpai didn't go with you? No, he went with me, but like, it's a long drive. Why didn't you like switch on and off? Someone drives for two and a half. The other person drives for two and a half. Does that make the drive any less tiring? No. Senpai hates driving, so I drive most of the way. Ah, I feel that. I do the same thing with, uh, with Cheshire. Well, all right. Thank you, everyone, again for joining us. So, um, obviously, if you are here in person, we are on a brand new channel uh, for the foreseeable future. Limit Break Radio will be taking place here at twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. So, if uh, you missed us and you weren't really sure why, like for the live show, I mean, we are hosting from Limit Break Radio. So, either way, you should be watching. But if for some reason uh, you weren't aware and you're listening to the podcast, that is where we we are so make sure you go over there give it a follow and check it out there will be more information released as to why we are here and what's going on but we're gonna wait and uh, have that conversation when all of us can be here you know together we're not just over skype and and nero is here uh again nero is uh, out in las vegas for uh this weekend slash this week it is a little early for <laughs> fan fest that's right he's uh, his drinking on early bro oh uh, well, actually he's probably not doing much drinking at all him and uh, uh escalia are actually out there for checkpoint radio in an official capacity they are at the esports business summit there are a lot of really high profile important people out there that i believe they're going to get a chance to talk to so, so what's um, escalia doing out there uh actually you know what escalia is probably the one doing the interviews uh when we were out at the rocket league universal open uh, uh was that last month maybe a month or so ago uh he did like an off-the-cuff interview with like one of the i don't know if it was a developer or or who it was but he impressed the shit out of me like doing that interview it was pretty amazing so cat i'm really gonna need you to stop this right now okay <laughs> there's no camera there's no entertainment value in this stop just stop okay so anyway enough about that enough about that this is limit break radio we're talking some lbr stuff and uh i'm gonna be honest during the show when we told you last week that it was just gonna be me juxta and maybe nika and we had no idea what we were gonna talk about that was like for real there was nothing going on i was a little worried uh but unfortunately and and thank you uh uh in large part to juxta for coming up with something for us but uh, also there was a lot of 
news? Question mark? Yeah. You can't see my air quotes, but like we found stuff. We can't see the studio either, dickbag. Oh, right. We need to, we need to flip that over to the studio. I completely for, for, forgot about that. Let me, let me, uh, 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 I actually pulled a classic Aniro as well. And as I like brought the stream up, I wasn't even logged into the game. Good job. <laughs> so obviously I did get logged into it, but, um, yeah, now I have to actually, I have to actually grab it here. So there we go. And in uh, classic iCam fashion, there's a piece of f- f- of furniture. Well, at least it's not lamp. Give it, give it a minute. Um, obviously, because I'm at home, I don't I have, I don't have, I don't have all. God damn it! Fuck off. <laughs> I don't have all the uh, all the nice stream elements. You have the stream alert switch to the no. checkpoint channel. I don't have anything. You're you're literally just seeing the studio. This is like super. Dude, super even when lo-fi. I ran the show, I had like the LBR call yeah. overlay yeah, on. We don't have a phone number. We don't. Yeah, have dude. Number. Well, to be fair, the only thing we're doing today, we're not doing the phone number again since since you know we're all individually at our own places and stuff. Uh, all we're gonna have going is the Discord as far as calls go. So uh, Lloyd, well, how is, will they ever possibly know where to go for the Discord? Lloyd, the Lloyd is going to periodically remind them as are we, you know, through sound in the chat. See, boom, there it is. He says, "Call in today's episode via Discord under LBR calls with your character server name. Join the LBR Discord server. Link, link. Let me know if you are a first time caller. So, boom. If you want to call in, that's the way to do it. And I encourage you guys do call in today for literally anything, whatever you want to talk about, whether we're talking about it on the show or not, call in. Today's the best day to do it. And this is the reason why a Nero's not here to like completely sandbag you or talk over you or talk down to you or insult you or mute you or kick you off. Call in with whatever it is you want to say today. And it is a guarantee on on Nika's honor that you will get to say oh, yeah. <laughs> what it is that you want to say. You know, we can have a nice talk if you want to, like, you know, tell LBR off because you've been waiting forever, but you're afraid a Nero's going to get you. Today's the day to do it. Call in with whatever it is that you want to. That's right. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Moving in here. Obviously, you can join us uh, at the LBR Studio. That is the Goblet Fifth Ward Plot 30 on the Sargantanus server. Uh, remember that our podcast is available on iTunes, Google Play, and Stitcher. And apparently, we have a LBR Reddit still. Does anything actually go into that? Like, what do people... We just post... Nope. Okay. We just I post the episodes. Melky Thera just, like, uh, posts the, the shows every week. And nobody ever comments. Oh, she does. She actually stays up to date on it, too. Well, thank you, Melky. I'm not sure where you... Oh, Cookie posted. Oh, that was just a fan fest thing. Well, Melky, wherever you are, we appreciate it. Don't see in the chat a whole lot, but uh, we do appreciate everything that you do to keep the show out in front of people and whatnot. Uh, let's see. Juxta, you're, uh, did you get your card yet? Did I? Your Let's Be Real card. Did it show up? It should have showed up. I got mine. Yeah, I, I got mine. I got it. You got yours, too? What did you guys think? Did you like it? I don't know where it is, though. It's really nice. It's really nice. It looks a lot, awesome. A lot of people had a problem with it. They what? They thought you were too skinny. <laughs> well, you know what? That's This is a fantasy Juxta. world anyway. So. It's a fantasy this, world. This is it, we, wizard card, he's, he's wizard card game man, right? Uh, so. You don't <laughs> think a wizard card game. Can away all the weight whenever he wants to? Yeah, he can. 
wizard juxta card game wizard juxta nika just called you wizard card game man yeah yeah that is too funny Awesome. All right. So yeah, That's you should have awesome. got your as my brain can be when I'm this tired. So. You should have got your uh your 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 juxta card. So congratulations if you did. Remember at the end of this month the Patreon will be shutting down. We will have more details about that coming soon, but get in as soon as you can since this will be the last month for the Patreon. The next Postcards from Arrow Zero, the Let's Be Real postcards, as they are this month, will actually, if you sign up for this month, you will actually get two of them. You will get both Nate Bender and you will get Norris Howard's card from Checkpoint Radio. So if you want to get two cards for the price of one, that's at least a $20 pledge for the last month of the Patreon there, guys. And you gotta it. get that pledge in today, so if you're listening to this on the podcast, and you've already, like, lucked out. Oh, that's right! Today's the last day of the month, and next month we are uh, shutting down the Patreon, so... That's right. So if you want those two postcards, hit it now, hit it now, hit it now, and if you're on the podcast, it's too late. Alright, last thing before we get into the news, actually, we got two more things here, it looks like, but uh, the FanFest After Party is obviously coming up very quick. It's Friday, November 16th, out in Vegas, at the Luxor at the eSports Arena, the Allied eSports Arena. Guys, we are going to be in that gigantic pyramid. Like, like when I think about the fact that, that we bought that, like, like, well, like, well rented we it out. The we, we bought the entire Luxor. <laughs> <laughs> we rented out the eSports Arena, right? Like, we're not just going for an event, right? Like, like that is our event. But see, but well, then again, but we have to share the first half of it with the that Fortnite tournament. That's okay because I'm, I'm, well, yeah, it is. But I mean, that just means more people are going to come in. And I assume that within that window, like what people buy should still count towards yeah, see, the amount we have I to don't make know if them, right? like, how I don't know. Like, I don't know if they've said like, because if we buy, like anyone who buys food or drinks counts towards the right, money that right. we have to meet. Yeah. But like, how do they determine what's from us and what's from them? I don't know if they can I'm not sure either, but I would hope or assume that even if it doesn't, after that's over, there will probably still be people lingering, right? It's still Vegas. People are going to want to come and check stuff out. I have no, I have no worries at all about that, but, um, Lloyd should have the link in the chat there for you. If you're going to be out at FanFest, it is absolutely free to come to the after party. There's no cover charge. There's nothing that's going to cost you to get through the door. But if you would like access to the VIP area, which is the upstairs sort of balcony area that overlooks the rest of the entire esports arena, and it will also get you an open bar and allow you to mingle with all kinds of creative uh, content creators, creative content creators, yeah, from the community. Uh, it's going to cost you $60. That's including tax. It's like $55 per, per, per person, plus the tax. It comes out to about $60. Bucks. Uh, we've announced tons of people over these past few weeks. Uh, last week, we announced that Mr. Happy would be there. Um, the entire Limit Break Radio Pantheon, at least those who matter, will be there. Of course, me, Nika, Nero. Juxta is going to fly out with Fairbear, correct? Yes, yeah, that's we're right. Fly out there day of. Nice. Fairbear will be there, and I've been told by Prince Clary Norris himself that he will be there, and I'm pretty sure he's bringing his girlfriend as well, who is a very, very lovely lady, way, way better than he deserves. Uh, and today we're going to announce another VIP, guys, and that is the lovely and talented Miss Girl. <laughs> is Girl gonna be there? God, I hope not. 
I think Skrulls in, in our chat. Are you going to be there, Skrulls? I for, think for he time? plans on it. Lloyd is also okay, going to be out there. Okay, hold on, stop. I'm going to pause Lloyd. you right there. Why does he hope to plan on it? Because, like, we've been, like, announcing all this stuff, like, right here on the channel, and and Skrulls like, wait, why are we on Checkpoint Radio? And, wow, no more Patreon? Say what? Like, you should be aware of all these things. You're our fucking intern, you stupid Actually, moron. technically, I don't know that he is, because the last few times we've been talking about him or to him, he's been fired, so... Yeah, well, I hope he's been fired, yeah. because... Lloyd basically does everything that he's supposed to do, so... Yeah, good. Yeah. Uh, anyway, he did say in the chat there, I'll probably only be going for the after party, to be honest, and he's not even 100% committed. But he plans on it, so... You yeah, better be there. Going you forward. better be there. Um, yeah, I think I think Lloyd said he was going to try and be out there as well. I think it'd be cool to maybe hang out with Lloyd in person. I hope he doesn't smell as bad crew. as he looks. The whole crew. Yeah, but the whole crew, the whole crew. Now, as I was saying, no, I'm because Skuro... He's going to scare people away. Skuro. <laughs> or just cause people to drink more. <laughs> yeah, so uh, anyway, uh, Skuro is neither lovely nor talented. So no, that's not the person that you're going to announce. Uh, Miss Nariko Star is also going to be out there as well, guys. So uh, again, if you want to be able to interact with and hang out with all of these amazing, talented people from the community, uh, you're going to need that VIP package to be able to get uh, upstairs where the recording's happening, where all the cool like rooms are, where the open bar is. All that kind of amazing stuff. And remember, in order to do that, uh, there's a link in the chat here, or if you're listening on the podcast, to uh, head on over to LimitBreakRadio.com, and you'll be able to find a link there. Uh, even if you're not planning on getting the VIP package, at least go and RSVP so that we have an idea of about how many people are planning on showing up. So, um, was there anything else to do with that? Uh, food menu will be available. Uh, there'll be plenty of PCs and consoles you can play on, $10 per hour. How big is the venue that we're going at? I've never been there. L um, well... Remember, when we went out to uh, the grand opening of it, uh, they had a Rocket League exhibition match. They had a exhibition match between Goichi and Sonic Fox. That was actually the last time that Sonic Fox had lost to Goichi before he managed to come back and beat him. But it was it, it was huge, man. Um, bigger than the Rock House, which was the venue we went to last FanFest. I don't know if you can remember it. You had a lot to drink. I remember bits and pieces, and I feel like that <laughs> Rock House was kind of small. Yeah, the it, Rock House was small. Yeah, it's way, way bigger. And what's really cool, so so as you walk in, you're going to come into like this hallway. There's like this big sort of open area that has like this chandelier that's actually made out of like game controllers from all the different eras. That looks actually way more impressive than it probably has any business doing. Uh, Hasio says he thinks that the capacity is 30,000. Um, but oh, we have well, almost that much. Yeah, yeah we have definitely <laughs> that many people RSVP'd. Playing uh, Final Fantasy 14. Hey, oh, what's <laughs> really cool, though, is you have the bottom floor that's really wide, really open, has all like the content and the PCs and stuff and the big stage. And then when you go up to the second floor, the second floor is like a balconied sort of thing. So you can actually see down and see all of the first floor from the VIP that's area. Sweet. Yeah, no, it's it's really, really fucking cool. Oh, that's cool. Um, For some reason, I thought the VIP was like, an ex like a room... Oh, sorry. It's like a big open, like open. Ha Hasio, 30,000 square feet, not people. 
That, oh, well, yeah, well, yeah, that's way, one person per square foot. So that's that, actually way, way, way too many people to fit in there. Yeah. And really anything. Yeah. Okay. So, yes, 30,000 square feet. But yeah, it's a huge, huge place. It's extremely impressive. It's so fucking cool. If you're going to be in Vegas, whether you're at the uh, Fan Fest or not, come to the after party. You don't even have to worry about saying hi or talking to anybody LBR if you don't want to. Just come hang out with us because it's going to be a fucking blast. Uh, besides that, uh, Juxta, how many Juxtober entries do we have? Do we need more? Should we keep asking for more? Always get more. Always get more. All right, so Juxtober is coming up, guys. If you aren't familiar with it, what Juxtober is, is it's a riff on uh, uh, Opie and Anthony's bit that they used to do on the, on the air called uh, Jocktober, where we basically take other people's podcasts or shows, and we're asking for them, right? We don't want to be too mean, so you know what you're getting into, but we take your show's and then we'll take clips of them and basically critique them, except it will be more like rift tracking them. We're going to critique them in a very mean and asshole way, but it'll be fun. And everyone's in on it. So, you know, it's really fun to do, right? It's a roast. Isn't it? it's, it's a roast. That's right. And uh, I'm pretty sure at one point we do plan on doing a juxtober of one of our own earlier shows as well. So if you'd like to get in on it, you can uh, go ahead and send those to hosts at LimitBreakRadio.com. Um, have we gotten any more since the last time that we asked for it? Or do we still just have the two? I still don't know. You still don't know. Okay, don't that's know. fine. And uh, Nika, with uh, September just about being over here in, in October coming up, we're like just a tiny bit over a month away from yes, uh, Extra Life. You want to talk about that? Extra Life, yes. Uh, extra Life, of course. I don't remember how many years in a row I've been leading the LBR team. But uh, once again, it is happening. Um, this Our team page is extra-life.org slash team slash Limit Break Radio. We have a few people have already been getting donations. Uh, I get a text message every time one goes through, so I get really excited when I see people getting money already. Um, what? That's cheating. You no, can't donate not. before the thing. Yes, you can. That's the whole get, point. Get, give all that have money. Have you ever done like a charity up. walk before? Like for breast cancer or whatever kind of cancer charity Don't walk? You get pledges. You're you not pledges walking before, right now, Nika. You get pledges before the event and then you do the event. Gaming is just unique in the fact that you can actually stream and continue advertising for money while the event's happening. You well, can't really do that during a walk. Like you're running, you're like, hey guys, give me money. And it's like throw it at you from the sidelines. Like that doesn't work. Oh, uh, originally, Extra Life was like, you know, uh, uh, pledge a certain amount of money per hours played, but now it's just straight well, that up. That was the you recommendation. Just, you just, it's like you just it's, donate money. the 24 hour, like, game playing session so the recommendation was donate one dollar per hour played or any other amount that you want mm -hmm. um so it's that's always that's always been the recommendation but obviously like you can get people to donate anything is fine but you know for those of you who have zero clue what extra life is it's a gaming marathon 24 hours if you can it's all on the honor system to raise money for children's miracle network hospitals you can raise money for any children's miracle network hospital that you wish so you can pick one locally you can pick one that maybe you've had experience with before um and it's really really freaking awesome and every year the entire charity raises more and more money it's really freaking cool all right excellent and again that's coming up in about a month's time please join team lbr we'll have like a special uh discord channel for us to talk and i'll be streaming the entire thing on limit break radio's twitch channel's not dead that's where i will be i will be at uh twitch.tv slash limit break radio for the entire well i think it's 25 hours because they always do the the uh, daily savings hour and i just push it all the way anyway so that's where I'll be there. I don't know if any of y'all will be here on checkpoint.
checkpoints channel for extra life or not? Yeah, yeah I was just going to ask. Kahlo, is checkpoint going to have a presence for extra life? I'm sure that we will have something planned. Uh, I know that last year, Anir had a lot of uh, big ambitions for it. So um, not currently sure exactly what's going to happen, but maybe as we get a little bit closer, we will for sure have some news and announcements for you. Um, but uh, definitely do as Nika said and check out Limit Break Radio team because she goes uh, row balls to the walls when it comes to extra life. So gross. All right. Well, we knock down all the walls. Yeah. Without uh, any further ado, then let's go ahead and check out what's going on in Final Fantasy 14 news. This is a limit breaking news update. So I was a bit worried that maybe the cash shop team was like away on vacation or got kidnapped or something because <laughs> it feels like it's been a few weeks since anything has actually has been. been added. But do not fret. Four new items have been put up for purchase, and the first is oh, Gosetsu's attire for a measly $12. You can dress... That's a month of sub. You can dress like Gosetsu. All right, real talk. Like, if this was in the game and I didn't have to pay money for it, I would probably wear this gear because it actually looks pretty good when it's not a giant bat person. Hey, what? Gosetsu. Gosetsu is really fat. I know he's talking about Gosetsu, but he's actually not fat. He's just broad. Come on. He's a Rogadin. Rogadins are big. No, he's, he's not a Rogadin. He's a hybrid. I guess he's, I guess that's true. He's not a Rogadin. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I, I don't know why. I always think bad. he's a Rogadin. Like he's. I. I am not. I'm still in because team the half seas. I still believe he's half Rogan and half Highlander because no Highlander looks like him. Yeah. Well, uh, up here on the stream for those who uh, who would like to see, there it is. Yes. Gosetsu's attire is just more weeby shit. Know, it looks pretty cool. Basically. I like the plan. No, it's just weeby shit. That's all it is. Yeah, hey, you know what? Uh, I, I I will give them this. At least it comes in like five separate things. That way, if you want to actually be a real glamour hero and like mix and match it with stuff to make your own oh, thing, it's not like that stupid like, body piece that like you can't detach the wings from. Yeah, or or isn't because uh, I got the um, the fan crit stuff. Isn't the fan crit stuff just like two pieces? Uh, I don't remember. Wow. I, think it, I yeah. don't know. I know the Minfilia shit is one piece. Yeah, yeah. Because those what, were the, really those were the first yeah. two was Minfilia and Thancred, wasn't it? That's bullshit. Yeah. That would yeah. like because Minfilia's got some nice things that would be nice to mix and match. Nope. Boobs. Too bad. That's Too bad. The nice things are boobs. Yep. And then uh, they're also uh, adding in to the cash shop more orchestrian rolls, five dollars each. You can get Serenity, Calamity Unbound, and Ominous Prognostics. Uh, and these are all the orchestral versions of those songs. So, you know, it's just like SE to have realized that, you know what, if we're putting out all these HD remakes of our classics and people are gobbling them up, I bet people will also buy orchestral versions of the songs they already have in the game. And Square Enix, you're probably 100% right. People are definitely going to do that. Yay. Now, this next one, this is kind of interesting. Uh, a Reddit user has taken it upon themselves to translate Yoshida's books. Uh, these books... Yoshida has books? Uh, well, I, I believe what they are is they're compilations of Yoshida's columns that he's written for Famitsu. Uh, he's been doing these oh. for about four years now. I don't even know he did that. Well, they're not all FF14 related. Right, but that he, so he's like an actual writer for Famitsu. Yeah, yeah, which just goes I to had show no idea. he's doing uh, other Yoshida, things. Yoshida, I believe you have bigger priorities <laughs> than writing a stupid column in a magazine, which I don't even understand how 
magazines get printed nowadays. Yeah, well, you know, he, apparently he has time away from being a director and a producer and being in charge of Business Division 5, but, you know, whatever, whatever. Anyway, uh, they, uh, uh, it's like I said, they're not all FF14 related, but in the second iteration of the translations, uh, which is entitled Yoshida Uncensored, uh, the Reddit user and translator right. does denote that th- that's what the translator's calling these compilations, Yoshida Uncensored 1 oh. and 2. Right. Now, if you did want to go and see if you could find, if you could dig out information about FF14 in this second translation in the Reddit thread, which I'm sure, again, Lloyd will throw into our chat here, uh, they do actually denote which of the different sections have or are related to FF14. Uh, now, the reason that we ourselves didn't try to go through them is that these documents are pretty fucking hefty. The first translation was 126 pages with 53,000 words, and the second was 147 pages with 60 thousand words so how okay well, well it's not all about 14 so how much. often does he write is he writing like a weekly column to get that many pages it must be something like that yeah i think he's doing it on about a a, a weekly basis uh again we haven't what actually is he doing with his life he's <laughs> what is his problem you know I, I was i was once asked to 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 do like a test sort of column thing for to, to put a checkpoint at one point and, and it wasn't very long right and in uh Obviously, I don't write in any kind of official capacity, but that was one of the things growing up that I did a lot of. And when I you know, was going to college, it was between acting and writing. So I do consider myself a writer. And even writing a short column, like, you know, it took me probably a good two or three hours to write something short like that, right? So I feel like a guy in his position, as busy as he is, finding a couple hours here and there to eke something out probably isn't the easiest thing. Fusion X says... Yoshida had posted and written about his thoughts on bidets. <laughs> and that his thoughts were amazing. Uh, Nika, it's pronounced a uh, bidet. Sure. But, that, I mean, so what is fam- like Famitsu? What's a like- bidet? What? A what? bidet is the thing that you sit on after you're done pooping and water sprays up your butt to clean it. Yeah, no, please stop, stop. Please tell me that was what? a juxta joke. <laughs> no, you don't know what a bidet is? It's a European thing. Yeah, you've never heard of a bidet? You can actually get, the, there's in some hotels, they're like special options on the toilet or they're a separate thing altogether that some people don't realize what they are until it's, anyway. Okay, um, okay, yeah, so. You push a special button and it like shoots high pressured water at you and it cleans your butt out. Okay, let me rephrase my question. Uh, Fusion X, please tell me that that was a joke on your part. Then I, he, no, he did not it. actually write a blog, write a Famitsu article about, about that. Bidets. No, I'm sure he did because that would be really random for him to just bring up. Um, oh he also my has God. a fear of flying. What? Truly, okay. these books are fascinating. Says Maybe I'll read them when I have some downtime. Oh my God! It's kind of interesting. You get to know the true Yoshida uncensored. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Now, again, uh, we here at Limit Breaker Radio haven't actually looked through it ourselves, uh, but if this sounds like something you might be interested in, Lloyd will have the link in chat, or if you're a podcast listener and want to check it out, a quick Reddit search of Yoshida Uncensored. Uh, apparently, Yoshida was confused as to why uh, North America doesn't have bidets, and they asked, he asked Koji about it. Like, that's a good... It's a good I'm question. Why sure, don't we have bidets? I'm like, pretty sure when I st- when I went on my honeymoon, we went to the MGM, I believe, in Vegas, and our suite had one. 
Oh, nice. So, maybe, like, some places have them. Like, fancy hotels will have them. So, maybe the Luxor will have one? It, they might. If you get a Luxor hotel room, except, they might Except have we one. won't be in, yeah. like, staying. I mean, I'm staying the at the Rio, and I don't I don't think the Rio has one. Yeah. yeah. Spoiler alert. I'm staying at the Luxor, bitches. Oh, Are all right. you really? Yeah. All right. Well, I stayed at the Luxor. You know, we went to the Allied Esports uh, op- grand opening, and they did not have them. So Bidets are actually Fuck. really useful. Okay. Mm-hmm. For things beyond just cleaning. <laughs> what? <laughs> All right. I, I'm not going to. Moving not- on. Moving I, on. I it's time for another contest, guys. Except this time, we're going to be announcing winners. There's nothing new to enter. The Melee DPS Gear Design Contest has its winner. Uh, so we're going to take a look at the winning design oh here. God. These are so awful. Maybe, maybe we'll no. run through a few of the runner-ups, but uh, let's bring it up here okay. on screen. The and- first one is ridiculous because uh. it is a 100% ripoff of Raiden from Metal Gear Solid 4. It's, no, it it's, looks like garbage. It is, ex- it is. I mean, the chest is not as cool as Raiden's, but look at that fucking jaw armor. That is exactly Raiden's armor. You know, when when I first saw this, first of all, yes, it is garbage. Um, I thought that the concept was cool. Like this whole stealth suit thing would have been really cool, like to put on a ninja or something. But it looks terrible. Like these it's gigantic robot legs. And, and you're right. It is essentially Raiden from Metal Gear Solid. It's just so bland. Look at it. Like but the, body, have, but the like, middle body piece is missing some flair. Like the middle part of the body, I feel mm-hmm. like. If you're going to have like a ninja robo suit, then you got to go fucking all Genji yeah, on it. Have, like, and light up lights and shit that light up. Like, come on. But Death yeah. Cloud says toss an N7 on that. Yeah, people could do some Shepard cosplays with this, mm-hmm. maybe. Uh, yeah. Um, Juxa, you were actually the one who said, boy, about to go into Garlemald, and look, the winning gear design is pretty Garlemald-esque. Yeah, funny how that works out, isn't it, Square Enix? Yeah. All right, let's 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 take a look at a few mm-hmm. a few of the runner-ups. Uh, the first one, the Whispering Dragon. That was not porn on the other tab. That was just my Facebook. I completely forgot that I had my screen captured. So there, porn. you got to uh, look at some of my conversations, like my girlfriend and probably the LBR chat. Porn. Uh, yeah. The, so the Whispering Dragon set. This is okay. It's very, it's not, very I, monkish. It feels it, feel, mm, it feels more like rangy. I don't know. Like the feet and the armor are like. The the body piece and the head piece don't. Sit. The head piece looks awful, but I, I do. I, can I like the arm the and leg symmetry. The arm and mm-hmm. leg, yeah, the asymmetry, the arm and leg pieces. I like the body and the head. I'm not super sold on. Yeah, and then uh, this next one. What's what's this? Does it even have a? Uh, I don't know if this one even has a name, but it, this. Well, just, clearly, this person didn't get the memo that we're leaving Weebland, so that would obviously not be up for winning. Well, not to mention, <laughs> this looks more like some type of like casual RP gear than it does like battle armor, doesn't it? Yeah, that that. that That's the never top is too long. You can't kick in that. Uh, all right, I mean, fair. Fair. Then we have uh, this. This one looks cool. There we go. Gri- gri- uh, no, Griffin set of maiming. Yeah. Um, if it, if, if it like glowed and like had like a cool effect, that would be pretty. I sweet. bet the fire things glow, like the fire on the helmet and the fire on the. Yeah, I guess this one's pretty cool. This this one deserved to to have won way more than the actual winning entry did. That's for yeah. damn sure. Yeah. Uh, the Delinquent Strikers set. What Dumb, garbage, weeaboo, JoJo. It does look like JoJo hat with like, like... I don't even... I have never even seen an episode of JoJo shit in my life, but I can tell through all the fucking memes that, yeah, this is JoJo bullshit. But the shirtless idea is kind of cool, since like... What? Like how you don't have a shirt on, like the chest is open. 
No, I feel like there's not a lot. Of, not a lot it. of armor that works. That's like with a jacket with an open chest, there's not a lot that does that. Uh, what about what about what do you guys think of the high elegon retinue? Retinue. Well, I like that. that it looks very the, anime. The cat girl's uh, ass is falling out. That's pretty cool. Yeah. I, I, would, I like I the design, but it male though. It strikes it strikes me as like if we were gonna play like sort of online, that's the kind of armor they would wear. Like something flat, like it's very anime looking. Yeah. I can appreciate the color tone. Like I like the purple. Colors are nice. Colors are nice, but yeah, I don't I don't like it at all. Um next. I like the next one. This one's <sighs> what? How do you like this? I would wear this in this real is life. Stupid in real life. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. All right, well, why don't you go make it, Nika? It's cute. Maybe I will. You know what I it reminds me of? It. No, no, no. It, it, it seems like a ripoff of um of of some shit we already got. What was that? Uh, I forget what Thav-Nir it's called now. Stuff? There you go. Yep, the Thavnarian uh, uh <laughs> stuff that we got. A little bit, Nika. No, that, little bit, that Nika. That stuff is poofy and flowy. No, this is little bit. Not the same at all. I can see where Kalo's coming from. But look, they have a Thanos gauntlet on their hand. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even. See okay, that. I guess, I guess, kind of a little bit, a little bit. Yeah. I don't know. I like it. It's very like Egyptian feeling to me. All right. Um, and then this next one, uh, which I call the Gabriel Reyes. <laughs> this doesn't feel melee DPS. To me. No, it doesn't. No. It feels like Reaper from fucking Overwatch. Is what it feels like. Yeah. You know what this is? You, all right, you, you know how they always get... Is that... Oh, wh- wh- who's the designer that they always get to, like, who's always redoing their own designs of, like, DC characters? What? Uh, it's always doing, like, DC figurines, like, like no. in, like, a Square Enix style. The chat's, the chat's gonna know here, but I feel like this is what this is. I feel like if if whoever it is that... that oh, the edge? What's that? I don't know. That's what uh, Omega over... Omega said, oh, it's, yeah. it's Nomura. Thank Nomura? you. Yes, 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 yes. Nomura, every once in a while, he'd be like, here's like Batman inspired by the Final Fantasy world or whatever, right? This is like if Nomura designed Reaper from Overwatch. This is what okay. you would get. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I guess. It's so. not enough zippers and belts to be Nomura. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Nomura Jr. What the fuck is this? What the it's, actual. It's based on like a Japanese. I'm sorry. I thought it was garbage. <laughs> <laughs> No, but seriously, what is this? It's based on some like an actual Japanese something or other. I don't okay, know the well, name of it. Guess what? It's stupid. Why? It's Why? The pack doesn't make any sense. None of this makes sense. Why would any DPS wear this? What DPS would this make make sense on? Thief. No. Thief. No. Cat no. burglar. No. Yeah. No. Cat burglar, but what? <laughs> This is so stupid. Why are there crystals and and a and a and a and a spriggan pop? The spriggan looks like he's been violated. The spriggan is like, I need an adult. I need an adult. Let me out. This is so bad. And the butt flap. Why is the butt flap pink? It sticks out like a baboon ass. Yeah, I don't know. Because he keeps shitting his pants. Oh, God. <laughs> this is... He just does so over it after a while. All right, someone in the chat saying that that's a gathering miner. Uh, uh, Majoga says that's a gathering miner. Okay, but this was the melee DPS <laughs> yeah. gear I mean, kind of design. The, look at the judge's comment. It's cute, plus all the additional ornaments add to the piece, make it even better. A very fun concept indeed. It's that you'd like to see a ninja wear and use mugs. No, it's not! Yeah. <laughs> this is ninja gear. <laughs> oh, Christ. This is your new AF. You gotta use oh, mugs no. while wearing that. Oh, my 5. gosh. Yeah. All right, all right, all right. This next one. All right, this is just a... 
like a soul caliber fighter. Yeah, and I want to know oh, what yeah. like the male version would look like of that. Exactly same. the same. Exactly. You got the high slits all the way up the thighs. You get you, you get tits. It actually gives you as a male. It gives you tits as well. Fuck yeah. Yep. And then like your junk like pokes out, so it's like a little. F- flap in the wind yeah all right all right this is the last one we're gonna look <laughs> yeah. at this is awesome <laughs> i would wear this shit <laughs> this is so good Wait, these are just- <laughs> what? this is not star ocean this is not this is why are we wearing a space helmet yeah. you have to at least show the next one because the next one is the grand prize winner of the range yeah, we're getting there nika no he said this is the last one we're gonna show oh i thought it was just melee dps no, it's, right it's all oh Physical. So the next one is range. Yeah, we're getting there. Relax. All right, range. I want to be a space. I, ca- I called him out. Cat boy. Hmm. I don't hate this. It's it's a little steampunky. I like. Oh, it. it's super steampunk. It's not a little steampunk. <laughs> it is steampunk. Period. I mean, that's why it's bad. What? No, it's it's. I like it actually. Oh, I mean, look, it gives a very uh, Corsair vibe in a game without Corsair. As as just a straight up design, it looks fine, but it would look, I think, a little weird in Final Fantasy fourteen, wouldn't it? Well, it's the winner. It's going to be in the game. Yeah, it is. Fair enough. Fair enough. Um, again, I'll, though, I'll, I I think I'll this is the girl's tits get really really big in this outfit. I think she's wearing a corset. It makes sense. I do think, though, that this is something that is going to fit in very easily with a Garlemald-themed expansion. No. Hmm, I'm seeing a theme here, Scranic. A little bit. Even if it doesn't come specifically from Garlemald, this it's, is it's, easily it's, something it's that Balthier... This is easily something Balthier yes. would have wore it's in like Final Fantasy It's like deeper colors, more 12. like subtle... Yeah, yeah, it's not like the big in-your-face like colors from the East like we have now. Yeah, this this could easily be like Dalmaskin-themed. Not that Square Enix would put any type of lore behind the reasonings for the armor that you're getting, but yeah, I think so. Uh, whoa, okay, this... W- this looks very, like, Tales of... Like, you would see this in a this Tales like of... Caster game. Gear. Or, like, Sweet Good Ending. It does look like Caster Gear. Like, I'm it not gonna be running around shooting a bow in this shit. I'm gonna fall on those flaps. But, but, look, but look how pretty the bow is. I like that. And the gun. The wings. Yeah, they're okay. No. No. They're okay. This looks cool. I like this. Regal tunic, yeah. yeah. This isn't bad. I think I think the capes are what do it for me. But you know we don't get capes in FF14. That's why they did a capeless design on the other side. Yeah, yeah, Because yeah. like. <laughs> the cape is just too much clipping. Especially see how the tail go through the cape. Like yeah. it's called tail holes, Nico. <sighs> they work. Calamity Not- ruler. You know what this is? This is our FF15 crossover right here. This is this is already in the game. This is just no, the, that looks like cipher jacket. It's the snow outfit. Oh my god, it kind of is. I like that tattoo, though. That's kind of cool. Ugh. It's just, it's snow. Does a tattoo come with the arm? Yeah, it like, says over here that it's part and belongs to the armor. Yeah. Oh! All temporary right. tattoos, I like go, it. Go, go down two more. Skip these two bland-looking ones to this lady who's <laughs> just wearing, like, a giant red... <laughs> What like is orange slice? Why is she wearing an orange slice? <laughs> I've never seen a hat. I mean, I'm sure that's a real kind of hat, but I have never. Probably. Seen oh my god! Look at her shoes. 
Those are so stupid. Those are those are legit shoes. No, I realize no. that they they exist in real life, but those are not something you would wear into battle. No, no. Oh, these are so bad. The step gamekeeper cloak. Oh, that's like open on the side. You get some side boob going on. Ugh. Mm. Oh my god, these are just they're they're they're. Oh, so they're bad. on the next one. No, they're just they're just bad. The JP one. The JP one. The JP one. All right, hold on. The black and purple one with the red dots. The one that looks like they're a mummy. Yeah. They're like wrapped in bandages and their face is covered and their coat is just stitched together. I don't like, like I don't mind the very concept. Halloween. It does. I don't mind the concept, but I don't like the hat. I don't like the hat at all. I, I like the hat. Especially I would like this bandages. as part of the Halloween event. Mm-hmm. I would wear this. This like, would actually be a really cool black mage gear. Yeah. yeah but not a ranged physical. Yeah. Well, they can't have everything right, Nika. No. The next the one rest, just looks like Vaughn. Yeah, the, 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 the rest are just, they're just, they're just dumb and terrible junk yeah, yeah they're dumb like- oh i like the one with like the little galley cat with that's a hat <laughs> that's the prize you idiot you're so dumb you're so dumb everything about you i is like so that dumb. one yeah okay all right uh and uh lastly guys lastly uh it turns out that there's actually a real reason that square enix implemented the tombstone <laughs> emote uh, and it was so that they could make PSAs about not having your nose in your phone all the time. So uh, we are <laughs> going to take a look. Uh, going to take a second, watch these beautifully designed little ads, because I'm sure that they took no time whatsoever and uh, wouldn't have been better spent making actual content. So Or anything else. Yep, here we go. What's, what's the chocobo's like plan? Like, why is that chocobo there at all? He's he's, he's keeping. He is representing Square Enix, like keeping all the lookout for people who are not watching. Except he didn't. He saw he was gonna crash. He's like, yes. Oh, then, then pulls out the danger sign afterwards. Keep your eyes on the street, not on your phone. These are so stupid. They are dumb. Like I like as relevant as they might be. There is no like. Why did they make this? Oh no! Literally roadkill. Whoops. Danger! He <laughs> gives no shits. I did think that this was funny. He blows up his well. <laughs> Danger! Anyone else realize though that these little PSAs are operating bikes, cars, and especially Magitek armor? Are I feel like these are better done than any cutscenes that I've ever seen in the game. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's kind of accurate. Pretty close. I just want to point out that this guy is a Lancer. Yeah, Fusion, they just posted these. He said they were in Japan for a while, but they didn't really look like oh, them. Oh, really? They posted it about four days ago. Interesting. Yep, yep. Uh, Danger! Wait, is that why they released the tombstone emote then? Because people saw this ad in Japan and were like, why can't we look at our tombstones? Hmm, because they would have had to have had the emote over in Japan as well. With eyes forward in meetings, class, and especially boss fights. Yeah. 
So has the tombstone emote been out in Japan for just as long then? No, I'm willing to bet that was a unique thing they made for this video. And people in Japan were like, I want to do that. So like, okay, download the app and you can have it. Yeah. That's what I'm guessing. Oh, look at the charm. Chair Bear, who has time to look at their phone when you're in an actual raid or whatever? Well, see, though, that makes sense, because if you're in an actual raid, you're so bored that you can't help but to look at your phone. But see, every time there's a face shift in the game, I do slash tombstone to show how bored I am. (laughs) Wow. (laughs) So, honestly, they're like, keep your eyes up in boss fights. Like, but I don't need to slash tombstone. It's pretty good, actually. Great, great. All right. So, anyway, that, uh, that wraps up the news for us, guys. Oh, boys. Like I said, see, we had some stuff. We actually had some news? Yeah, we had stuff to talk about. Question mark today. Um, Now, before we get into what uh, Jux had actually prepared for a discussion topic today, uh, there was actually a little bit of information regarding Eureka Pyros and a few other miscellaneous things that uh, had actually came to light. Nika, you said it was posted on Reddit at, like, noon? Last no, Sunday like when yeah. we recorded, um, uh, so we weren't actually able, we, we, we should have, I mean, it was a pretty packed show anyway, but uh, we're going to go over it today, and uh, we got some some new Eureka information to sort of sift through, talk about here, maybe do a little bit of uh, theorizing about it. Uh, there isn't a whole lot to it, but but we did get a few slides to go along with it. That uh, that I'll show you guys here real quick in just a second. But uh, the info that we got is that we are going to be able to stock up to three Logos actions. Uh, Logos actions uh, can be changed based on Logogram combinations. And the players should work together to find out the combinations. There will be 30 different Logos actions. And uh, there, it says that they will be very useful for the next Eureka after Pyros. And the first thing that I would want to do what I want to do is I believe Juxta, were you the one who either worried or theorized, maybe both, that we would only like like that each Eureka would have its own like gimmick? Yes, that's what I said. Was it actually you? I don't remember anyone saying that, so it might have been just because I, I do remember someone mentioning, you know, the the idea that like, what if you know, going into the next Eureka, like they completely abandoned the the Magitech board and they come up with some other new gimmick well, or whatever. I mean, but yeah. the thing is, they kind of did. You still have yeah. the Magic board, but you don't get any more from it. Yeah, well, like, exactly. And honestly, this kind of even feels very similar. I I, I assume or would hope. I guess not that it really fucking matters because it's just the illusion of choice yeah, it's, anyway. It's kind of weird too, like what the point of this will be, especially because it's going to be in this next Eureka, but not really useful to the next one. So it's just trying to figure out, like they said, there's going to be like cures and things that let DPS become tanks, but it's like, is there actually going to be fights that require DPS to become tanks? Or can you just bring someone as a tank? Wait, that's a thing that's said. Yeah. <sighs> and in uh, Pyros. Yeah, there's going to be like, that's what these Logos abilities are. They're going to allow like a DPS to cure themselves or to become a tank or... Essentially, like from, from from what I understand with them, let me let me bring up the, these little slides here. They're all in Japanese. They're not going to tell us anything extra, but, you know, here we go anyway. Um, is that they're, they're going to work in a similar way that like, uh, you know how when... I can't recall any specific quests in FF14, but WoW does it all the time. When you get a quest where you need like a special action bar that it puts like right in the center of your uh, of your screen, 
I think the Logos actions are going to be like that, where when you use them, they'll have like a big sort of game changing effect, but you can only have a few of them active at a time, I guess. Uh, there's a slide here that yeah. shows, you know, like, like a little menu with three different ones and they're putting them into what I assume is like the little ready area. Uh, yes, it says they can be assigned as duty actions and in, in, in these last few ones uh, it actually shows them like up on the screen and it, it looks like we will still have the Magia board as well <sighs> I don't what is the fucking point of the Magia board the illusion like, of choice like it's, yeah you can split between the defensive and offensive or you're not going to no yeah nobody does you won't. it's literally just to give you this illusion that look it's something new that you're doing ah <laughs> you know what it sounds like it sounds like it's eureka's own version of what job actions were originally sort of supposed to be under this new combat system but what have they recently done with job actions, guys? Giving us the choice to have all of them. <laughs> just with. giving them to everybody. Yeah. Square Enix, please just delete them in 5.0. Just, just delete them all. That's essentially <sighs> what they just did by adding all the slots in. I, I mean, mean, yes, I realize that. But <laughs> I, no, I, I, I don't completely hate this, this idea or this concept. I mean, 30 different Logos actions, that's a lot. Having these different combinations... So that how are you going to pretty but, cool? But if they but if they actually tool fights so that that we're going to need to pick certain ones and figure out what the best combinations are in order to but beat them but I don't know if that's what they're going to do. This is the problem. Even if that is the point, what it's going to come down to regardless of how many logos actions you have is that there's just going to be if you can have 3 at a time, there's going to be like maybe I would let's be generous, right? And say that there's 10 that's again being generous that are actually useful and you'll just want those 10 in there somewhere between your groups and they're probably even less than that and then you'll probably never actually have to change them yeah there's yeah did they say how you get the logos actions you have to actually like i don't know if you like farm them but there's something you have to do to get them and so you have to do certain objectives or certain things to get certain actions but then i think you only have a limited am- use of each action too before you have to go so they're it. more like items i guess well may, uh, um as i say like uh, temporary items right i don't know that you would have if they would make you have to get them multiple times like you know once you get well they said that you have a limited amount of use for each one maybe that just means within battle you can only use it x amount of times like like they have charges within battle because look as as insane as square enix has made some other stuff the idea that after using up the number of charges you have to go back out and get them again does not fit in to the sort of cookie cutter care bear atmosphere that they've created for their player base what I could or, see, though, is happening to fulfill certain objectives or maybe killing certain NMs to unlock each action. Like, you do have to go out and do a specific thing to unlock each of them. Yeah. Or what, Juxta? Or maybe they're just going to be like fucking Pomanders are and they just drop randomly and then whatever action you get is what you get for that run and you use it and then it goes away. But the the, the screens do actually show them trying like like screens that essentially look like they're equip screens, right? Mm. And 
actually, you know what? Hold on. The fact it says logos actions change based on logogram combination. So logograms are probably what you have to unlock, similar to how we had to unlock the different uh, aether or, or, or the, the different magicites, right? They're essentially our magicites. You choose which ones to equip, and depending on the combination you equip them in, will determine what actions you get. Huh. That sounds a really interesting. It does, but of, how are they going to fuck it up? <laughs> well, they're going to fuck it up by making it so you can't go in here unless you've done Pagos before. Which well, you can't go into unless you've completed oh animals. Oh, man. Oh. Spoiler alert, I'm only level 5 elemental, so all this stuff is going over my head because there's no fucking way I'm going to grind all that shit out over the course of 10 weeks. Yeah, you know, that that is a whole other angle to take a look at, is the fact that even if they did finally, finally come up with their Eureka Zone, that was everything that we wanted it to be, it's going to collapse in on itself based on the fact that people won't be, that, that there are a large uh, uh, percentage of people that won't be able to even get to it because they haven't caught up or, or, or been catching up with Eureka to this point so far. Because, I mean, even I've been not catching up, but I mean, I'm at like level 18 or 17 or something like that. But that means I still have all of Pagos to go through. Yep. Yeah. And I don't know that even if this was as great as it, I don't, I don't even want to say seems. I don't want to say seems because that's not Could right. Could be. Could be that that even seems a little bit too generous. Generous. I don't know Very that it's... generous. I don't know that it's enough to get me to go through all the other shitty content to try and get there. Yeah, Square Enix really shot themselves in the foot by having the whole relic chain be under this Eureka umbrella and then having it be a fucking another xp grind on top of that yeah and it's originally i didn't mind the xp grind because it felt like i was at least making progress but pagos there's just something about pagos that's just not as fun as animos was and i cannot put my finger on it it's essentially the same thing but everyone lo like loved animos and hates pagos uh, well i mean it, it definitely has something to do exactly with what it is and they're so similar but it's it has to do with the community perception, right? Because remember when people started going into Pagos and they had to start doing the the essentially the XP parties instead, there was this shift in attitude to where it's not just, you know, having fun like hanging out in NM training. It's basically we have to get down to fucking business to defeat the Huns. And if you're not doing what it is you're supposed to be doing, you're fucking out of here. That drains and if the fun you're out of it. Not as mysterious as the dark side of the moon, then you can just get the fuck out. Yeah. Um, <laughs> reminder to anybody, if you want to call in and share any of your thoughts with us, uh, whether it's about any of our news stories or about any of the Eureka stuff, anything at all, uh, Lloyd will show you the link for our Discord chat. Hop in there, let them know your name, your server, what you want to talk about. Limitbreakradio.com slash Discord. And we will get you right. on the phone. Yes, yes, yes. Essentially, yes, yeah. that's that's all it is. But if you're watching, all you got to do is <laughs> click there. So You also forgot uh, part of this uh, information that was discussed at uh, Tokyo Game Show was is that there is uh, enough uh, Japanese, English, French, and German characters and words written uh, was uh, 28 million since the start of the game, and that's enough to complete the collection of Sherlock Holmes 43 times. Well, actually, there's actually quite a few little uh, um, 
slides that they that they showed us. Let's 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 take a look at some of them. Well, see, that's what happens like, when you don't voice act your games. You write so much fluff dialogue, you get a ton of words. Like like this was personally my favorite. Total number of players. Once again, guys, there are fourteen million players in this game. That is the same as the population of L.A., Tokyo, and London. Can you believe Four. it, guys? Or London, or Tokyo, or Los Angeles. Yeah, not not combined. Not all of them combined. We're not World of Warcraft now. Come on. <laughs> yeah, they're not even that 14 million. Ridiculous. Uh, in in game text, that's the one that you were just mentioning. Um, you know what? I believe because because essentially what they're saying is from Heaven's Ward to Stormblood, it, it's nearly nearly triple or nearly doubled. Yeah, I I believe that they wrote that much fucking text for that expansion yeah yeah and the last one they give us is the amount of light uh uh rita hitten rita it's that really easy one you'll get on trial roulette uh sas arvina has created a shit ton of light apparently enough it says enough light that he's been defeated enough times to generate light equal to a month of clear sunny days Wow! What what kind <laughs> of up square even? What kind of statistic is that? They're making up stats. It doesn't like, count. And especially because how do they compare their in-game like relic light to actual sunlight? <laughs> like they're so dumb. Fuck off. Like, assuming the amount of light gain for defeating him is equivalent to one lux. That's how many times he. Yeah, can. and and I'm not sure what this next slide is supposed to be. Apparently, it's about the uh, the web animated series that uh, Yoshida is in. But <laughs> Juxta, is that supposed to be you from FF11 in that third panel, <laughs> or the, the first panel too? That's that that is Yoshi and Juxta. They stole your likeness. That is definitely Yoshida and Juxta. Hey, what right is there. this animation series? Now identity theft is not a joke. <laughs> <laughs> Like, this is literally about him. This is fucking, like... Yeah, no, th- there's there's an animated series that they use his likeness, and I don't know if he voices it or not. He probably like does. Mr. T's Adventures. We know like, he doesn't do anything else in this. I was gonna say, if he's giving voice acting to this, how, like, well, does Yoshi it, ever sleep? Because it says scheduled to be released soon. Uh, what are they, line sound stickers? Are they just re- re- releasing stickers for it? Ugh, I hate this. Special... So it's going to be released for the show itself. Oh, and then there's apparently going to be a Final Fantasy XIV official magazine. They're currently accepting pre-orders. <laughs> what? Nika, you going to hop onto this? Well, since what I'm saying, like, as a collector's piece, that's probably kind of cool, but can we order it in America? Oh, probably I mean, it's, it's strangely there in English, but I don't know if we can actually get it shipped to us. Yeah, who knows? Um, let's see, what else do we have here? All right, then Your we have uh, not interesting enough to warrant a fucking magazine square unit. Not not even like a one-time thing. It's a one-time magazine. You know what that is? It's called a book. That's that's fair. <laughs> that's fair. Uh, and then the last thing that we got here uh, is there's uh, some informal Yoshi P uh, Q and A via a FF14 blog in in Japanese. So. You got the questions right down here. No, those are questions are from Twitter. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying. To, I think. Oh. I think these might be what? different things. Well, it doesn't matter. If, 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 if this isn't this? translated, it's not going to matter. So. Shinitan 
You piece of shit. Why don't you translate this shit? Oh, no, I think it is because in, in this web, in this blog, it shows Twitter posts. So, yes, you, you are right. So, uh, ah. the question here, are Pentameld crafted accessories always going to be best in slot for tanks? Answer, this tier, he says, I think raid accessories are fine too. The stats are higher now. Nika, have you noticed a difference? I mean, I, I personally saw that you had bought one piece of crafted accessory. Well, I Do bought it just because I, I did Pentameld it. I don't, I mean, I don't. I only bought it because I didn't have anything else for that slot. Mm-hmm. So. Um, what's your just, just? I mean, out of curiosity, this doesn't really have, this isn't related to anything or really matter all that much. But what's what's your item level at now? Three seventy-seven. Three. Oh wow, you went up quite a bit. That's what happens when you clear raids. Oh, and get tomes. I mean, yeah, that's cool and all, but like, I mean, it took you a week to do that and like a lot of effort. I just went to the auction house and. Boom. Would you like to give me some money so I can buy a full set of uh, pentamel crafting gear? Well, I only have five million left, and no. That's all I have too. Uh, well, I need to save up for this next question. <laughs> no. This is on you. If you want this, this is on you. <laughs> Can we get a Namazu house? He says, I think, yeah. the, I think the scenery police are going to get mad again if we make that laughs, but we'll think about it. It's probably going to happen. You've already made a Paisa house. Like, what's the fucking point? Like, yeah. just keep going. That's probably going to happen. The baby's been thrown out with the bathwater. We've jumped the shark. We've idiomed all the idioms already. Uh, when's the next issue of the Glamour and Housing catalog? That's what? Nice. Because Japan has more magazines over there, guys. They have a magazine dedicated specifically to the glamour and housing of Final Fantasy XIV. This is why they spend so much effort into it, because they get fucking sales on their fucking Oh my god. It's the JP's fault. Like, it's a legit, like, like, I could understand, like, you know, like a real life fashion and housing magazine, but the fact that this game has enough content to create of fashion and housing magazine. Okay, no. You see, this is why everyone says LOL GP and why Japan is not taken seriously at all is because of shit like this. The world is laughing at you, Japan. Even even uh, even Prince Clary who's in the chat right now says that actually is kind of weird. Yeah. They take they just they take their fandoms and stuff just like to the next level. You know, I think I think the that's next, why the next thing you know, we're going to have like some kind of weird shit where like Bowser turns into like a princess and there's going to be like all kinds of furry fan oh, art. Stop that. Can you can, can can you guys actually hear my face palming? Yes. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I fucking They're okay. going to call it They're going to call her uh Peaser. <laughs> all right. All right. Anyway, he says there are no plans right now, but I'll talk to the person in charge about it or don't just don't yeah maybe work on this game that you're supposedly in charge of yeah yoshi and then lastly it says this time the raid was made to be harder for the world progression teams uh the later teams will be able to progress more easily by copying the strat yeah that's like because oh four or not or 12 definitely took uh a lot more time. This- okay, ex- explain this to me because the the, mm-hmm. the the last part of the comment says Savage won't get harder this time. What is, what is that in harder than this relation? Which means this is so basically they people were asking. I believe um, the difficulty of Savage this time is harder than last time. And like if you look at the World Prog teams, one and two were cleared really quickly. Then O eleven took 
few more hours and then oh 12 took like two days to clear for okay, the world project. Okay. So, so, so what so it's they're saying, saying is that from what they, they wanted raid this time to actually be progged by the world first ultimate clear teams and then have everybody else just copy their strats and they're saying that savage this is as hard as savage will ever get Right. So, so what they mean is, is when you go from fight to fight to fight, the difficulty isn't gradually ramping up more and more and more. Right. And also saying like the next raid that comes out in 5.0 won't be harder than this one. Like this oh. is the maximum difficulty that they will ever go to. Like I this see. is a level of difficulty where the world's first teams were progging it and people like thousands of people were watching them do it. Like they did that on purpose. They wanted the regular raid to be progged by the world first clear so that everyone else can then learn and copy them and then make that the maximum level that savage will ever get to okay i think that the way that they phrase this then was probably a little ill-advised because savage won't get harder than this that's something that yeah when i first read i'm like wait what i think probably what they what they should have said is the difficulty that we hit with this raid tier is where we wanted to be, right? It took yeah, it, it, it took world progression this long to be able to defeat it, and that's about how long that you know we we envisioned it happening. So we feel like we found a very good level of difficulty for savage right. rating. That's definitely what they meant with that comment. Yeah, well, and it could have also just been the way that it was translated. Farther down too. in the comments on Reddit, somebody actually posted a translation of Yoshida describing the logos actions and what they mean. Okay. Um, if we want to talk about them, I can read them. Yeah, 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 read yeah. It. Okay. So they said, uh, the question was, the introduction of Logos actions is planned for Eureka Pyrus in patch 4.45, but what exactly does this entail? And he says, when you defeat specific monsters or perform specific actions, you obtain certain crystals. If you give these crystals to an NPC, they will convert them into new items. Probably the Logograms. As an illustration of how this works, there are several kinds of new items, and if you put them in a kind of mixer and refine them, a Logos action comes out. The resulting Logos action varies depending on the items combined, so you're basically alchemisting the, mm. the Logos things, but it's not a random pattern. There's 50 kinds of logos. Actually, I thought I said 30. Well, now there are 50, apparently. There are 50 <laughs> kinds of logos, unless someone mistranslated it's just it. Out logos of actions. Now, there are key, 50 of them. A key part of Pyros will involve gathering them. Okay. Also says there are some situations where it will be better to use a specific logos action, but in Pyros, this balancing isn't particularly punishing. So I think they're saying maybe the one after Pyros will be more punishing. Um, basically, no matter what you use, you can't go very wrong with Logos actions, so they really don't matter. Uh, so experimenting <laughs> with their use and learning where they are most effective is part of the gameplay of Pyros. The next planned Eureka after Pyros has something like a public raid that players can challenge after clearing the main content. It's a high difficulty uh, mission after completing the rest of the zone quests, and since it won't be possible to beat it without using logos actions, knowing the effective use of each action will be important. All right, let's 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 hang on this. Let's hang yeah, on let's, this let's, let's, for a let's, minute. Let's go into that for a second. We're hanging ourselves. Uh, Literally last week, though, didn't last week? Didn't we say why don't they do a public raid? Okay. Okay. First, first, Nika, I, I think we have to lay down some some ground understanding here on what they mean by a public raid. Okay. Okay. Well, it says you cannot challenge it until after you defeat the hardest content of the Eureka After Pyro. So you complete right. all the main content, right? And then you can do a public raid that's really hard, and you have to use Logos actions. Mm -hmm. mm. But but what does that raid look like to you? Do you think that you're going to be able to unlock See, four fights? Can you explain? Okay. What does Wow have public raids? It's 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 a it's a raid. I mean, yes. Okay, I mean, like, I can mean, you explain to me what a, what a public raid entails? Like, the, I don't, yeah, yes. The, the the whole public part is a weird use so what, what of does the that word. Mean? I think maybe what they mean is like a world boss 
type deal. That people can like all jump into. That people could all, yeah, just fight as it as it pops like up. Like a right, behemoth right. or an Odin. Yes. Thing. Let's talk about what this is actually probably going to be because calling it a public raid sounds like something completely new, but Mr. Raffle Dragoon here has hit the nose on the head. Diadem 2.0, 2.0. What I think this is going to be, best case scenario, <laughs> is going to be what that final fight was in Diadem 2.0 that most people weren't able to actually see because it was so fucking random. Best case oh, scenario, yeah. hmm. right? Oh, what it's yeah. actually probably going to be, it's just going to be the Pazuzu of that zone but, see, but you have so. to unlock it level, in order to do it because it makes it sound like you clear all the main content so whatever the one after pyrus is called you okay then the it's just a, then and it's, Luhi, and then it's just a harder pazuzu yeah it's a pazuzu for eureka in toto after you beat the pazuzu of the last zone then you have to beat the pazuzu of eureka everything is so there's like a pazuzu of the pazuzus yeah, the okay. Pazuzuzuzu. Here, everyone, people are gonna love this this uh, uh, this likeness. This is essentially going to be the Kieran of Eureka. Yeah, or like I was actually gonna say, like you know, relating it more to fourteen, like the the one that's chained up. Like we fight all the four bosses, then we fight the big bad. That's is basically the Eureka version. Yeah, and 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 it will essentially yes be a giant NM. Fate but it's public, so thing. people can jump in. So it'll but just then, be a giant. Fate. But see, what the thing is, is technically all of Eureka is. A public raid then so i feel like that by the fact that they called it public raid it's going to be different than just a fate because that's already what eureka is is a bunch of fates yeah oh honey uh raffle dragoon uh fusion next thing you need lows logo actions so it's literally absolute virtue <laughs> fade the screen to black in order to defeat it yeah um, um, well, the next question here is what talks about what the logos actions can do so they asked what are the effects do they have and he said, many of the Logos actions can be used by all roles, but there are certain ones that can only be used by melee DPS, for example. Taking a particular one as an example, and this is what I was talking to, Juxta. He says, uh, a DPS Logos action that greatly increases defense, power, and HP, allowing the player to temporarily assume the role of a tank. There are also other things, such as a Logos cure, that will allow any job to heal. Logos actions can be used a high number of times, so we don't expect that they will need to be swapped out all too frequently. So a high number of times, it can be used a lot, but you can wear them down if you just spam them. Basically just finding a way to homogenize everyone. Oh, although, every a, a, actually, hold on, hold on, because actually, um, actually, there is, I can sort of see the logic behind some of this, right? When you're, when you're making parties in Eureka, um, especially in like the NM Fate trains, you're kind of just grabbing whoever it is that tends to be available. You don't always have the luxury of having exactly the jobs that you need to have, right? Right, but if there's a big, huge world boss at the end, I feel like people would play. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure between every everyone, you probably do have them, but this isn't necessarily just about the boss, having the action just within Eureka yeah. so that anyone can kind of, all right, you know, we're a little low on really good healers but having someone who has a special ability to be able to throw out a big heal or whatever to to you know to keep you alive or someone who can temporarily step into a tankish role i get i get the thinking behind that but also what it does now is it it, it homogenizes eureka the game and eureka specifically anymore if literally anyone can kind of fulfill any sort of role. Yeah, but I guess they kind of 
did that to themselves when they created Eureka the way that it is. Kind of did that to themselves when they created the game, but... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they also asked them, okay, so there's a limit to how many times you can use the action, and they said there are actions that have a limited number of uses and actions with effect durations. The crystals that act as catalysts are abundant, so you can use them without worrying too much about conserving them. Also, you can hold up to three Logos actions at a time. Hmm. So he says, is it better to stock, stock up on the actions beforehand for the next Eureka? He says, well, you can't stock up on a lot of Logos actions themselves, but the items used to make them can be stocked. Juxta, I apologize then. It does seem like uh, you were correct then in, in that you will have to keep on making your actions. Yep, you're basically throwing them into a pot and one's going to pop out. Oh, that is so incredibly stupid because even if you have plenty of the items you need to make them... This means that in the middle of a battle... Oh, sorry, guys. I ran out of my Logos keywords. I have to go back and make more now. Does anyone have any more Shihei? Oh, jeez. <laughs> oh, my God. Wow. That's a blast from the past. Except these will be, ra- these will be a, a rare X, I said. <laughs> you won't be able to trade Logos actions. You will literally have to oh, stop no, what you're doing, not. head back, and well, make more of your you fucking actions. you might be able to trade the items to make the actions. Uh, hmm. Maybe, but definitely not the actions themselves. But the thing is, you can't trade in an instance, so you'd have to trade with people on your server only. Probably. Yeah, you probably can't trade them. The second uh, comment, uh, right after that little uh, Q&A thing, it will be a copy-paste of emergency missions, and you know it. That's essentially when I first read this, after getting over the idea of, oh, oh, a public raid, what's a public raid mean? That's exactly where my head went. And Fusion X, you know, said it in the chat. Yes, this is this is DDM 2.0 2.0. We are in DDM 2.5. That's what this is going to fucking be. And what's going to be the reason for doing this? What, just to complete your relic, the relic weapon, essentially for the, for the glow, bro, that won't probably be as good as the crafted weapon that I have. What do you what, no that's that's subjectative because glam is the true end game. Okay. You know, I'm going to give you that. Glam is the true end game. You do speak the truth. I know. Except do you really think that this weapon is going to be a brand new model? This, it's not about the model. It's about the glow, bro. Yeah. I don't know that the glow even <laughs> is uh, it's 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 definitely going to be something we already have. What? No. Yeah. No, this is the relic. Every time the relic, they go all out and give you different glows, bro. Okay, Nika, you've uh, you've upgraded your uh, Pagos weapon, right? What? You haven't? <laughs> What's a Pagos weapon? Wait, you said you've been doing Pagos. Yeah, I'm level 28. So you you haven't even uh, fully upgraded your Pagos weapon? No, because I go in... Okay, so this is the issue I found with Pagos currently. It is way too hard to get on the NM train because you cannot teleport to the northern section of the world unless you're level 30. So, and the lower teleport is like 21. So you can kill the four bosses that are in the lower half section. And if you try to even run past the high level stuff and get to the top, you manage to get there without dying... Uh, nobody waits for you at a low level. So basically, and I think this is part of what I've noticed about the the community and what it, it feels slower and weirder is the fact that you can't get on the NM train until you're 30. Um, oh, man, man, That's what I hear. Nika's crying because it's too I'm hot. actually not, but I'm just saying it's kind of weird the way that they designed it this time around. And I've been actually going into Pagos ever since the patch and there's a lot less people inside. And I try to like shout for... Um, 
fake raider eureka is not a raid content but okay um and i go in there and i shout for like challenge log parties or i try to make my own challenge log party because that's the best way to level pre-30 right and, like it's so hard to get a group nobody's doing it right now and like and the people that are like never your level it's really dumb i was actually doing it right before the show and i managed to get to level 28 just by doing a challenge log solo killing one at a time really slowly it was really really dumb yeah, I'm, okay, I'm, well, I'm trying to look to see if I can find pictures of the Pagos weapons because I do not expect them to be. Yeah, because you can't new, actually go in uh, like right now. Like I got it. So Geralt's like, hey, collect the light and give me the thing for the weapon. But there's not like a, a menu where you can try them on. So I don't know what they look like. Yeah. Either. Yeah. OK, well, you plebs who haven't completed Pagos don't deserve to see the weapon. Have you completed Pagos? What? Have you completed Pagos? No. OK, then what's with the name calling? Uh, I'm just saying that you don't get <laughs> the weapon if you haven't done the work, Nika. I'm not the one saying I want... Like, dude, it's fucking Kala that wants to see the weapon. I'm not, mm. I just don't expect them to be new designs. That's all. So, yeah. Overall, Nika, as, as our quote-unquote supposed uh, endgame correspondent, does any of this give you any hope for Eureka, because you, you've said yourself in Pagos, you're not having fun. I'm anymore. not. I had fun with Animus. I'm not having fun with Pagos. Um, do you do you see it changing in Pyros or whatever comes afterwards? Honestly, I want to say the one that comes afterwards sounds more promising. The, the fact that they're like, yeah, you know, you can get some logos actions, but they don't really matter till the next one. And you know, it's not really that punishing in this one, but it will be in the next one. Like to me, it sounds like this is like the test out phase because like you're gonna want to know what all these abilities do, so that when you get to the public raid, you know how to use them. So like this next one really just sounds like let's try out these actions and see if they work before we put in the real content. Do you think <laughs> that there's going to be more elemental levels tied into it? That you're gonna have to level up through the zone. Oh. Yes. I think no, because really? I think Square Enix sees that nobody's doing Pagos, and it's like a month after the patch came out, and like basically nobody's high level because Pagos sucks so bad. Yeah. I think they're going to say, yeah, we really can't increase the, the elemental level. This because no one's there. Because <laughs> no one will be able to do this shit. Well, and, and, I mean, and, and, and maybe that's... The th but the thing is, I honestly hope that they do, because the relic should be the exclusive. Like, granted, if I'm not that level, then I fucked up. But the thing is, is that like, the thing is, is that they've been making it so easy for everyone to get the relic. And I feel like it will kind of go to show like the people who actually put the time in are the ones that get the relic. They shouldn't just give it to everyone. But here, here's where I, I, I mean, I, I agree with that sentiment, Nika, but I also think that juxta whether or not he realizes it for this reason is right. The one thing that is stopping people from going to Eureka to Pagos and then from Pagos to Pyros is the leveling. Even if people don't want to do, let's say they don't want to put in the work for their, their, their relic armor or their relic, I don't think it's even that they don't want to put in the work for the weapon itself. You have to put in the work just to level to the point where you can put in the work to get the I mean, relic, and that's going to keep people from all of the content that comes after You're it. right. That's exactly what my issue is, too. Like, I'll go in there and, like, you can start gathering lights once you get to, like, 25, but, like, I can't go to any of the upper areas because I'm not high enough, so I go in there and try to level. No, one, no one's at my level, so I leave. And that is my issue right now, actually. You're not wrong. It's funny how they made this casual content, but made it so it's like, if you don't 
poop socket in the first couple weeks, then you're, you're going to be left. Yeah, behind. because now that the patch is out, too, not many people are doing it. And even still, like I remember when Animus came out, I would I actually went and looked down all my link show lists in a row, and I want to say eighty percent of every link show was an Animus. And since Pagos came out, maybe one or two people per link show are in there. And then since the patch came out no one <laughs> so it's it's definitely been a big shift so yeah yeah and then our, our chat all seems to agree pretty much with that uh prince clary saying that's my issue with all of eureka uh it's pretty much like everything else it isn't rouletted uh Ooks also pointing out that there's no level sync function so a level 34 has no yes. reason to go help oh a level my 20. gosh we've I, well, that has been another issue help level 20 mm-hmm. random ultra says you should have to work for it of course but within reason guys if you want to share any of your thoughts or your opinions with us please call in via our discord limitbreakradio.com slash discord go into the lbr call channel and lloyd will get the information he needs from you so you can come on and uh have a chat with us guys yeah, really level sync it would it. be the biggest help for eureka mm-hmm. and like, see, already if- there's, like there was another party i was trying to like kill alongside them and you're like you're killing her xp and i was like okay and then someone dropped they, they invited me to their party and i was like four levels higher than them so it's like okay well no one's gonna get xp i'm just gonna leave and so once again i was by myself even though there was a party right next to me but i couldn't join them because they're lower than me and i have no way of like and nobody was at my level in the whole zone. It was really dumb. Well, and, and, and so because of this specifically is the reason why I think I I want to agree with Jux on the fact that the next Eurekas shouldn't have levels. Whether or not they will, I don't know. It's really, really fucking hard to predict Square Enix. I think they will, but maybe they should. I don't know. They shouldn't because you can already see that the people who are willing to put in the work just to be able to keep up with the content is already starting to dwindling. And each successive Eureka zone you have that requires them to put in even just the leveling process themselves is going to slowly cut down on it, right? So, if they want any hope of the people who are willing to do Eureka to recover, they need to take the leveling process out of it, right? You put in your time in Eureka or in Animos and Pagos. Then once you get to Pyros, whatever the next one is, the only work you have to put in is the actual work for your item, right? I think that if I knew I wouldn't have to level in any of the other Eurekas, I might say to myself, okay, all right, in that case, if I actually do put in the work to get to the max level, like, once I get there, that's it. That's done. Now I can just focus on the content itself. And from what the Logos actions sound like, even if I get to that point and no one's doing it anymore, I should be able to round up enough people and using the Logos actions sort of fill in some of the the, the, the spots in our comp that are a little weak, we can help reinforce those. So even if it takes a little bit longer, there is still the possibility of catching up and doing the work myself, right? Mm-hmm. But if you have to level from, what's the cap right now, 30? 35. 35. But now, you know, when I get to Pyros, I have to level to 50? Fuck that. Fuck that in a hand basket all the way to hell. Yeah. Yeah, and also I'm really like because we're talking about who each one's gonna have their own shtick. Like Pagos's only shtick is the bunnies, and the bunnies are the worst thing ever. Oh my gosh, yeah. Like they're so oh. cute, but like that's all they're good for. And the thing is, is that the Haku fucking NM, the one that gives the O hat, mm-hmm. is you can't even get gold on it or get the O hat unless you do the bunny thing. Collect tons of little key items that then combine into an item that lets you get gold on the Haku to get the O hat. It's so dumb, and nobody wants to do the bunny fates. 
Has anyone seen an O hat in game yet? Just out of curiosity, no, I, I've seen someone link it that they got it. They said, "Oh, I got one," but like, wow. I've, never just, I've never seen it on wow. someone. Wow. Okay. Wow. Yeah, it's really dumb. You have to like, and I'm not even sure that all of them are from the bunnies. That they're from the treasures, and you have to like get a bunch of haku taku eyes that combine into one big item to give you gold. Like, otherwise, you're tr- you can only get silver on that face. Mm-hmm. You cannot get higher than that. All right, so really quick, just just as like a final thought around the room here, does anyone have any hope that Eureka can correct itself? Nika? My only hope is if they raise the eye level of the relic weapon to make it actually relevant. Then I think more people would do it. Maybe, maybe. <laughs> like, because right now, again, now that the patch just dropped and the eye level's raised, what the fuck? Like, like the rel- I, th- I feel like the relic should be five levels ahead of whatever the best is all of the time. And it should be take a long, really long time to get there. So like we said before, the people that poop socket can poop socket and everyone else will get it by the end of the patch. And with and it literally just, being just one piece of gear, that wouldn't upset anyone. Yeah, I mean, the weapon does make like a big difference with stuff. DPS checks yeah, and sure. stuff. But like, it's just really dumb that I'm in like a raid group that cleared, you know, I, I, I've already cleared the 09 like two times already, the first two weeks of the patch. And yet I'm not gunning for that weapon because it's not the best one and i feel like why call it a relic if it's not the best weapon i don't i don't understand the point of the relic right now like it made sense in 11 uh and like ff11 but it does not make sense in this game where like it's literally called the best weapon the rarest weapon but it does nothing for you so i think if they actually make the relic the best weapon every step of the way more people do the content regardless of how dumb it was (laughs) juxta what about you uh no i think they're so far up their own asses that they don't even understand why eureka is bad and i don't think they because they don't understand why it's bad there's no hope they can can actually correct it like even if you itemize it and make it good i don't think people are going to trek through the shitholes that are uh animos and pagos to get the pyros and eventually a demos. <laughs> demos. Lol. That's, that's um, ground in Greek. Yeah, I'm... Hashtag, hashtag Juxtadamus right now. A demos. I'm going to agree with Juxta for similar reasons. Even if they were to perfect it, even if Pyros and Demos, we'll say, uh, are fun, even if they're what they should be, I think that in traditional Square Enix Yoshida FF14 fashion... They've already sank the ship. I think that Eureka and Pagos are already such trash with the way that the community now perceives them that just like with Diadem 1.0 and 2.0, it's not going to matter what they do going after this. The event's already ruined. And, you know, once again, just like they have with anything else that has had any chance of being like really good content, even even with uh, Deep Dungeon, with, with, with Palace of the Dead. They had a chance to do something really good with it, and instead they just did the exact same thing. And so we've lost faith in it beyond what it's supposed to do. So even if it's like the most fun event in the very last uh, zone, you're not going to get people to level 30, 40 hours of just stupid mindless hunting to get to, quote, the fun part. Yep, yep. Looking at it instead of that pop in a video game that's already fun and play a different game. Uh, looking in the chat here, Fusion X says, Logos is going to make Eureka even worse. IMO. Ookt says, uh, I don't have one for the current content, let alone something as carpal tunnel inducing as Pagos. 
Uh, Skrill got timed out because he's terrible. Yeah. Carletta, I too gave up on Pagos as well. And Blue Cloudy says no one is doing it anyway. So, yeah, I feel like that that pretty much speaks volumes about the future of Eureka. But, I mean, they uh, shot themselves in the foot because before the Relic Quest was integrated with old world content. So even if nobody else in the world was doing old Relic stuff, you could still get it done because people were always leveling up and always doing trials and always doing uh, whatever gives you lights and stuff. But this, like, the only reason to go into Eureka is for the Relic weapon. And in doing but so... But now you get lights, but only in eureka <laughs> that's so dumb the fact that they even brought back an old like mechanic like yeah, you life. have like an ether bar that fills up and once you fill it up so many times you go and like turn it in when i like, first read that like when it said you have to gain lights like i i did like a double take and i'm like no way that square enix had the audacity to bring fucking light farming back sure well, enough they don't got anything else like they're a one-trick pony yeah yeah all right so uh that's what we had out of Eureka. We actually got a lot more out of that than what I thought we did here, but uh, we we have we are going to have time to get to what Juxta prepared for us. I would have had, had hated for all of this work, and, and that's not sarcasm. I, I, he actually did work for this. Outline. I really don't very proud of. We get to this or not? Mm-hmm. I just throw this up here as in case we have literally nothing else. Well, there is actually some of it that I would like to take a look at, especially because in our chat now, Mr. Taro Taro has shown up. Uh, last week, he was getting on a few people's nerves because he was asking for proof, like actual evidence that we are getting less now than what we used to. So, uh, for the rest of the show here, what we're going to talk about is we're actually going to take a look at the patch notes from throughout 2.0, throughout 3.0, and throughout 4.0, and we're actually going to compare what it was that we were getting in each patch and compare them up next to each other, right? So we'll do that on a patch-by-patch basis. So, you know, 2.1, 3.1, 4.1, 2.2, 3.2, 4.2, etc., 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 right? So, uh, patch 2.1, A Realm Awoken. This was way back in, oh my god, 2013. Holy but, shit. All right, technically it was in December, almost 2014, but still five years ago now this is the part that's going to jump out that yeah that immediately jumped out at me the most you know where we 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 point out clicking on it over there yeah yeah uh i i think in pretty uh um reliably now these past few major patches we usually get six to seven quests within the msq right yeah. yeah, something like that. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, 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 and in fact, before we tell you what we got in 2.1, uh, in patch 3.1, as goes light, so goes darkness, eight quests. Okay. Juxta, how many quests did we get for a Realm Awoken? Uh, we got 16 MSQ quests. 16, 16? MSQ quests. 16. 16. And MSQ people, quests in a patch. 16. But people are going to jump out immediately and be like, oh, yeah, but, you know, that was when Square Enix was putting a lot of filler in your quests. And so that's not really uh, accurate because it was a, a lot, lot of fluff. A lot of the filler was in the actual right, like the beginning stories, I feel like. It doesn't You're matter. you trying to tell me that half of the quests 
in the two point X series were filler. Even if half of them were filler, that's still twelve quests, which is more than we can. Sixteen, Nika. Okay, first of all, oh, it sorry, doesn't it doesn't matter. Four. It doesn't okay. matter if it was filler. Even if it was filler, they still had to dedicate time, manpower, and resources to making that filler. Tarot Tarot. Tarot Tarot. You cannot disagree with the fact that 16 quests is more than eight. That is not something you can disagree with. Well, I gotta disagree. The quantity of content did not change. Yes, it did. Yes, it did. 16 is actually double eight. You can argue that the quality has changed. You cannot argue that the quantity has changed. Uh, We also got into, well, uh, here we go. In 4.1 MSQ, we got 11 a little bit more, a little bit more. So I do think what I'm what I'm going to say right now is probably the very first patch of an expansion probably had a few more quests in it than the rest was. So, okay, you know what? I'm going to let it slide for now. But in 2.1, in a single patch, in a single patch, we got four extreme primals, Titan, Gruta, Ifrit, Ultima, and it came out in one patch. And yeah. we Point got one. Mooglemog. That's five part. trials. Yeah, four X primals and one normal prime normal patch. Primal. Yeah. Five trials in a single patch. Uh, we also got four Hildebrand quests, three dungeons, two beast tribes. Oh, Sylvan and Magic came out at the same time? Yeah. Wow. Beast tribes coming out at the same time. They also added in uh, the Wolves' Den for PvP, and we also got the first iteration of uh, Treasure Hunt and our first FC Housing. That That's, is a ton of content for one patch. And that doesn't also... It, and then they also... The uh, aesthetician was uh, added in there, um, and there was some... Uh, the barbershop didn't exist in 2.0. Yeah. It now, came out in 2.1. W- w- this is Party Finder. Was this just the balancing changes to the Party Finder? No, party or that's finder when they co- added Party Finder? Yeah, party, party Finder wasn't out until 2.1. Okay, and Party Finder. And, and we added Duty Roulettes. High yep. level, low level, main scenario, and guild has. Oh, yep, that wasn't in there either. Okay. All right, uh, so 3.1 again. Eight quests So for the MSQ, so half the number. Uh, and all of that... All of that was in 2.1, not like 2.15 or 2.16. Yep. Uh, also, Labyrinth of the Ancients, the first 24-man raid. Right. Yep. So in 3.1, we got the eight quests. Uh, we got the 24-man Void Arc. Okay. We got one trial. One, one, X, one X Primal. One, one X Primal. Okay. It was still Thor- one trial. It's still just one trial as well. And that was, yes, Thornton's Reign. Two dungeons. So, Terra Terra, specifically to you guys... Um, uh, or, or to you specifically, right? That's half as many MSQ quests. Two dungeons, not three, two. That is objectively less content. One beast tribe. That's half as many beast tribes. The Vanu Vanu. So that's half as many beast tribes as well. Uh, we did get, of course, Diadem, though. Exploratory airship missions. Okay. So we did get some pretty sizable things in there. Whether or not how they turned out doesn't matter. That's not what we're talking about here. We're talking about what it is they delivered. And how much effort they and how much us. work they had to put into the patch to deliver the yes. content. We, yes. we also got Gold Saucer update, Lords of Verminion. You can't forget that. Very sizable update, Kalo. Can, can we, though? No, you cannot. Mm. 
And a Nero popping in to say hello from hey Vegas. Yo. Uh how was your uh, how was your flight, guys? Um, okay, glad you didn't die. Yeah, glad you didn't die. Yes, of course. Well, they still have to come back, so there's there's still time. There's still time. Yep. All right. So looking at patch four point one. Well, wait, wait. But looking at three point one five, like three point one five is when the animal weapon came out. Okay, that's and when they added anima, and then that's they also added four the quests. Scholastic to this if they scholastic went nowhere. Kit. Yeah. The uh, not held a brand that nobody gives a shit about. Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously there are a lot of, you know, tiny things in here. Like they also added ICAM G pose, but specifically I'd like to look at what like the, the actual big content was because we still get big patch notes, right? With doing all this other extra added bullshit. But I think where you really see the fall off in actual content, the meat and potatoes is in the battle content itself which again in patch 3.1 we saw that we got half as many msq quests we got technically a fifth of the trials one less dungeon and half of the beast tribes as well so in 4.1 11 msq so went up a little but it's still less than what we were getting in 2.1 we get our 24 man in uh Rabinasty. that's been pretty stable that's stable yes when, when it when it comes to the 24-man raid, I'd say that that has been pretty stable and pretty consistent from the very beginning. That's actually all. the only content that I would say that Square Enix has improved on every single time. I would agree. I would agree. Uh, we also got a single Extreme Primal, and this is also the only... The only trial. The only like, trial at 4.1's like launch. Just like 3.1, yep. yep. One dungeon! <laughs> three dungeons to two to one in each uh, launch three patch. to two like to one taro what is your twisted logic for how one dungeon is not less content compared to three dungeons especially because in yeah in 2.1 we had three dungeons 3.1 we got two dungeons 4.1 we get one dungeon so 5.10 dungeons here's here's <laughs> here's my favorite hildebrand one quest and he wasn't even in those quests it was an intro one quest <laughs> not in the quest. We got the single beast tribe, the Kojin. Yes, Terra we did get Bahamut Savage in 4.11. They delayed it. Along so with Rival Wings. But still, fine, still, let's count that. That's still only two trials. And still only, like, for all of the people that bitch about content, only, like, 2% of the player base did ultimate anyway. So, like, yeah, but if we're looking at their effort, okay, sure, they put effort into another primal. Okay. But it's still not five trials, which is what we got in 2.1. So they don't like to release normal modes and then X modes later anymore. Like, we get the normal mode one and the X mode one at the same time now. Yep. All right, so the, the way we're going to go through through these next ones, instead of doing the whole patch at once, I want to compare specifically each thing to each thing. So we're going to go into the point two patches now. In 2.2, whoo, Nika, you're a teacher. That's a big number. How many wow. quests were in the MSQ in 2.2? Can you? Nine, 19? There were 19 More than 2. quests. 19. 19 quests, guys. Oh my god. So fuck all of you that are like, oh, it's filler, but that's a lot to do, though. Like, that's why we originally had to delay our spoiler episode so long, because it took people so long yep. to get through, regardless yeah. if it was fluff or not. Yep. Now it's like, oh, if you didn't do it in the first day, you're scrubbed, because yep. it's like nothing. And keep in mind, like, sure, quote, it's filler, but you also were going around fighting mobs like it's an MMO or something. How many times did you fight mobs in 4.4? 
Yeah, not twice. Not maybe. You could go through that shit as a uh, disciple of the hand. <laughs> Three point two had eleven quests. Okay. Four point two had eight quests. Ooh. Nineteen, eleven, eight. Less, less content. That is less content. All right, let's look at the raids. Uh, we got the second coil of Bahamut in two point two. Uh, Alexander Midas in 3.2 and uh, Omega FF6 Scape oh. in uh, Rise of the Sun. Yeah. So, raids yep. were all there. Now, okay, but, but you have to keep in mind that you only had four fights for Second Call of Bahamut, but in um, Alexander and Omega, technically you had eight fights. No, you didn't. Oh, yeah, had normal, normal and normal mode. Oh, alright. Okay, fair. Fair. We're so gonna give that one to you. Their eight fights, yeah. But oh, fuck, fuck I would you. No, hold on. Fair. Hold on. No, they create the hard fights first, and then they take away mechanics for the normal fight. I don't care. That's not, that doesn't count as two fights. It's one fight. I would also like to point out, though, that the uh, second coil of uh, Bahamut were not circle rooms, right? They had trash that you had to fight through. <laughs> They did. They did. Yeah, they did. They did. You had to like run through. Yeah, you did. Midas. But when you get there, there's circle rooms at the end. Okay. All right. But it's not just. But remember, people would like go in and kill the trash and get a shortcut to skip the rest of the party in later. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Midas had what one, maybe two trash pulls before each boss, and then the boss in normal mode. Mm, I believe. Only I don't think mode. X mode had them. And of course, FF6 Scape did not have trash. You just zoned right at all. Fight. Nope, not at and all. And we're not counting what you have to do in the fucking quests. No, we're not. That's that's just quests. That's just quests. All right. So two point two uh, also gave us uh, Leviathan and Mog as the extreme primals. Three point two gave us Sephiroth. So just one. And four point two gave us Bayako. So two. In the 2.2 quest line, and then only one in three and four. Again, that is objectively less fights. That is less content. Mm-hmm. Dungeons. Ooh, this next one. Oh what? my god, look at these dungeons. What? The Lost City of Ampador, Holly Tolly Hard Mode, and Brayflock's Hard Mode. Wait, three they did dungeons. Three dungeons in 2.1 and three dungeons in 2.2? That seems weird. How could they possibly do that? And I I feel like they did that for the rest of the 2.x cycle. They gave one new dungeon and two hard mode dungeons every time. Didn't they they? did. Oh, wait, hold on. This, this has to be in like uh, 4.2 because they had tripled the budget in this set. <laughs> that makes sense, right? Um, okay. You know what, Taro Taro? Sorry, buddy. Apparently, we are not showing facts. We are only showing opinions. What? This is not opinion. We are literally listing the patch notes to you. I can't do it anymore. I can't. No, no, I can't. I, I, this is hilarious. Wait, there's no more facts. I can't. Than the notes. I can't. No, I. Uh, <laughs> I don't. did this for you, man. <sighs> We're giving you the facts straight from the patch notes. These are literally <laughs> off the. These aren't opinions, man. We're reading them off a website, buddy. What the fuck? <laughs> this oh is... my god. Huh. You got two dungeons and three point okay, two. You don't have to reveal who you are, Taro Taro, but. Just, are you a president of the United States? <laughs> we got two dungeons in 3.2 and 4.2. Um, okay. This next one, this this next one, I don't know how you can argue uh, this. Hildebrand, we got four quests and the battle on the big bridge. 
and a trial. Four quests and a trial. Okay, well, what did we get in 3.2? Two Hildebrand quests. No trial? No trial, just two. What four. about in 4.2? No Hildebrand quests. No Hildebrand quests. In okay, fact, four, I don't think four there's... Point, no, 4.26 we got. Okay, 4.26. We got two of We got them. two quests. We did. We did. Okay. And uh, let's see. We also got, again, two beast tribes. Kobold and the Sahagin. Two of them. Man. Wow. Right? This this is also it looks like this is I where they started. Two point two got. Can we go back to two point X? This is like that was when the where the content was. This this is also where we started to see uh, the little uh, uh, additions throughout the patch, like you know two point two one. Well, that was just a raid hotfix. I'm not going to count that. Uh, we got materia transmutation and PVP rank four with unique glamours in two point two five. The zodiac relic weapon was updated in two point two eight, as well as the sightseeing log. And, and the yay, trying the, on gear. Wow, that, that was a little quality we had of life the whole stuff. Time. Yeah, just a little quality of life stuff. Oh, I remember when that was added. That was a big deal. Yep. In 3.2, we got a single beast tribe, the Ganath. Yeah, this is Nath. And in yeah. 4.2, we got the. Uh, oh, oh you, you, the first one doesn't count. Okay, so we got the uh, Nanta. Because the, <laughs> the first letter is silent, right? <laughs> I get it. We got the Anada. We, we, we got the Anada. And uh, yes, 4.2 was also where we saw the addition of the first Eureka, which was Animos. And 4.26, which was supposed to be yep. 4.25, and they delayed it. Yep. Um, but remember, uh, so, 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 so let's, let's decide here then, guys. Do you think that Eureka Animos, the effort that went into that, was enough to make up for 12 quests, two to three extreme primals, a, a dungeon, dungeon, and a missing beast tribe. And a missing beast tribe. I mean, they... Mm. And don't they added, forget... They added the fashion report. In 2.2, uh, that was when they added the glamour system. I don't know why you didn't bold this one, Robbie. That glamour dresser. No, two point two is when oh, they added two, glamour. Okay, and four point two is when they added oh, the glamour wow. dresser. Oh wow! Yeah, glamour as an entire system. That wasn't something we got at the beginning. No, no. Do you wow. remember having to go around labyrinth of the ancients wearing fucking clown gear? Remember the fucking like dark like tank armor where you couldn't turn your head and your shoulders separately, so your whole body just <laughs> yeah. like turn. Get the worst. Wow. Yeah. I, yeah. You had and I had to wear it. I had no choice. I, I do remember that. All right. Let's uh, let's move on. Forget- in 3.2, we had very important stone, sky, and sea. I and mean, that also gave the Hall of the Novice and the Mentor system and the Orchestrian, which is something, but it's not as mm-hmm. much content as 2.2's extra mm-hmm. stuff was. Not to mention that is all content that once you've done it once, you never go back and do that stuff again. Yeah. 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 I mean, the 4.2 gave us more PvP maps mm. and the Glamour Dresser. Well, and the look, I, I will give them. When they come out with a new PvP mode, that's content. I I, I will give that to you. A new mode, okay. Yes, a new mode. That's right. So they gave a team feature and the Feast yep. Map Crystal right. Tower. So let's take a look at uh, the point three patches. 2.3. 19 quests. Ooh, 19 again! 19 quests. How oh many did we get God. in 3.3? <laughs> oh, no. How many did we get, Nika? Nika, read it. Six. 19 to six. 19 like, to six. This is the apex of the Dragon Song War. This was the end of it. 19. It, oh, that's right. It was. Six. This was a big conclusion. Which The quests in 3.3, I, they were good. But like they could have been so much better if there was more of them, I feel like. Oh, man. All right. How many in 4.3? Seven. 
Hey, we went up one. Good job, Square Enix. There was more. There was almost double the amount of quests in 2.3 than there was in Heaven's Ward and Stormblood's 0.3 patches. Oh, God. Bind. But it's not less content because I say so and I only state facts. Yeah. Um, we obviously got Circus Tower, the Weeping City of Mycock, and the Ritorana Lighthouse. Okay, mm-hmm. those all stay pretty even. Right. Again, we mentioned those are pretty pretty consistent. Okay. Okay, now this is the first time where even on the X-Primals, this is pretty consistent. It's, it's, it's all the same. All we got was Remu in 2.3, Nidhogg in 3.3, and uh, Sukayomi in uh, 4.3. So one okay. in each. Okay. All right. Okay. Three so dungeons again, though. Slowing down. Three dungeons, yep. though. Hallbreaker Island, Tamtara Hard Mode, Stone Vigil Hard Mode. And legit, Tamtara Hard Mode, I think, is still one of the best dungeons. The, 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 the pulls were fun. The story was good. Like, Tamtara Hard Mode was legit. Hands down. Yeah, Hands but down. you also have Hardbreaker Isle, which, you know, was garbage, so... In 3.3, we got Sorkai and Hallbreaker Isle Hard Mode. So, 3 to 2. And then in 4.3, we got the Swallow's Compass. So, 1. 3, 2, 1. Go. Less content. <laughs> That's right. Beast Tribes. Oh, we got we got no Beast Tribe in 2.3, but... Okay. Well, well, well we got a little bit later. We got the Ixal. But we did Oh, get, yeah. In 2.35, we got Ixal. We did get Hunts for the first time. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then some little stuff, the Delivery Moogle. Oh, and Frontlines. Chocobo Stable. Frontlines, that's right. Frontlines. That was probably the PvP that I did the most of as well. Yep. And oh, wait, the, wait, Delivery Moogle? Oh, does that mean the Delivery Moogle quests? Yeah. Yes. Okay, I was going to say, there's always been a Delivery Moogle. Okay. Yes. yes. <laughs> yes. In uh, 3.3, we got uh, the Moogle Beast Tribe quest, which lines up with when we got the Ixali one. Um, we got the Aquapolis was added to Aquapolis? Treasure Hunts. Aquapolis was added to Treasure Hunts. Yeah, which is three point three, and we got Treasure Hunts in four point one or four point, or two point one or something, right? Yes, and they yep. didn't update it until the point three this time mm-hmm. around. Mm-hmm. And uh, in three point three five, we got Palace of the Dead. Okay, which was probably the best and a new um, front lines. We got Fields of Glory Shatter in a long time. Mm-hmm. What was that, Nika? We also got Shatter mode in PvP. Yep, that's a new mode. Oh, too. yep, yep, Fields of Glory. That's right. We did, we did. In mm-hmm. 4.3, we uh, they also gave us the... I, Namazoo! You know what? We're not counting the Dome and Enclave reconstruction because we were essentially getting that anyhow in all the other expansions, except we didn't actually have to fucking pay for it or do yeah, anything I to mean, But the, to be fair, though, if we're talking about content effort they're putting in, there is a quest line separate for the Dome and Enclave that is separate. Whereas in the past, every time where there was a patch, it would just update. It's like, oh, 2.3 is here. Look, Mordona's bigger. Like, this actually does have a story and quest and characters. It is effort and separate quest line completely. All right. That's fair. That's fair. And yes, we also got the uh, Namazu Beast Tribe quest. Uh, and then we got in subsequent smaller patches, we got whoa, Ultima Savage. Whoa, 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 whoa. Pause, pause. <laughs> no, we're not pause. even talking what? about Jessica. Custom deliveries. We got a new person to give stuff to. Kerr and I. I mean, to be fair, um, I will argue for this for people that I know that craft. The custom delivery stuff is really, really well done in order to give crafters their their currency to get the books and things that they need. And none of that was in two point X and three point X, which 
this right. is actually a good thing. Right. And Hildebrand, two quests. Okay, we didn't talk about Hildebrand in any of them yet. Yeah, well, I was going to say yes, yes. Now that we're yeah, getting to the smaller patches, Savage Ultimate, two quests from Hildebrand, Heaven on High. Right, but look at, but see, 2.3, we got four quests from Hildebrand in the main patch. 3.3, we had two quests in the main patch, and then 4.3, we got them in 4.35, mm-hmm. two quests. And also in 4.3, we have the male bunny suit, finally. Nobody after cares. Heaven on High. After, what, like four years of demanding it? You were the only one demanding it. I wish that was the case, but it's not. Yeah, and then uh, uh, later as well, we also got the Monster Hunter crossover and uh, Eureka Pagos, which brings us up to where we are now, right? Yep, point yeah, four. Point yep. So, so now, so now we're just uh, now we'll just be. Uh, Holy um, shit! Oh boy, yeah. Okay, here we go. MSQ patches in point in two point four. Nineteen again? Oh my god! Nineteen. Why did I not remember how many quests we got in two point X? This is ridiculous. In three point four, we got ten, and in MSQ for four point four, we got seven. Okay. Nineteen, ten. Seven. Seven. We got, obviously, the raids, Alexander Creator, Final Coil, and Omega Omega Scape. <laughs> Omega Scape. Uh, we got Shiva in, uh, as well as the Ultros trial from Hildebrand, by the way. So, two trials in 2.4. In 3.4, we got Sophia. And in 4.4, we got Suzaku. Yep. Dungeons again. Three, two, two. We got, we got, guys, we got a new fucking job in 2.4. They gave us an entirely new job. Which kept everyone then busy leveling for the, at least that whole patch cycle, especially because the queue times were so long. What did we get in (laughs) 3.4? Residential apartments? Wondrous Tales? Yeah, Wondrous Tales was okay to keep us, you know, doing something and repeating content until the next patch. That was a that was an in theory. Addition. But how much programming went into? All right, yeah, not very a much. Fucking grid, not very Scholasticate. much. Scholasticate again. That went nowhere. Did have the bed floors sixty to two hundred? Okay. Yeah, that's that's something. That was it's something. Like a, it's almost like a new job. Almost, almost, not quite. And then in 4.4, uh, they gave us the shifting altars of Uznair, which Wait, apparently so it a lot one of people patch like. later each time then, though. Like, okay. Uh, we also got mannequins. I mean, that's a really new, And finally, a new gold saucer update, which we didn't get, like, barely at yeah, all before this. Yeah. Um, all right. And then lastly, since uh, uh, 4.5 isn't out yet, we just have the two and three. Prediction time. Ah, prediction time. Yeah, there you go. All right. So uh, we only got eight quests to start and that, that had the chrysalis trial. Um, and then we got the rest in the next but it, it, half it, patch, right? It doesn't matter because it was still more quests. Oh, yeah. 3. Eight 5. quests and a trial for the main story. Yep. 3.5, the Farage of Fate had five quests. <laughs> Just oh, hold total. on, hold on, hold on. Five quests, and then in 3.56... Four quests. So, okay, well, how okay, much did 2.55 have? 16! <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait, wait. So, MSQ had 
eight plus the crystals trial. And then when we got 2.55, there were 16. Yes. So 2.5 actually has the most MSQ quests of any 21 full tri- Oh, plus patch. two trials because that gave us steps of faith. Also gave us steps of faith. That's so two right. trials and 24 quests. Remember how big Triple Triad was when it first came out? Because we got Triple Triad and Chocobo Racing as well. In that same pack. The whole gold saucer. Yep. See, they, they really knew how to try to hold us over to the expansion. They like, also like, gave drop us... all this content. We got PvP Slaughter. Uh-huh. We got five Hildebrand's quests with Battle in the Big Keep. That's oh, another trial. Three dungeons. We didn't get any X-Primals, though. But we got Earth's Found Odin. So that's a lot of trials. That's Chrysalis, Odin, Battle in the Big Keep, Steps of Faith. That's four trials. That's right. And in 3.5, we got Zervon... No Hildebrand uh, fights, but we did get two quests. Uh, they removed. No, we got that proto Ultima that they added into. <laughs> no, no, we're not counting that. We're not counting that at all. Uh, Diadem was removed. That took effort and resources, right? <laughs> Crossover party finder. That's legit. Uh, they did eventually in uh, 3.55b add Diadem 2.0. Mm. Oh, Jesus Christ. Hmm. I don't. I don't know how you can sit here after after hearing this or or, or reading it. If you want to go and do your own research, and say that they are not giving us less content, especially like maybe you can argue it's with the addition of of Eureka, it's somewhat on par with Heaven's Word minus the dungeons. Um, but compared to but compared to two point X, no, holy shit, no. we got a lot of content in two point X. 100%. And, then they, and then they just looked at it and decided, you know, and even still, they looked at it and was like, okay, all of this stuff that was brand new in 2.x, let's take the stuff that worked and copy and paste it to the next couple, yeah. couple patches. All right, so Nika, you wanted, to, you wanted to do predictions, eh? Yeah, predictions okay, so we know how many dungeons. So, so we just got two dungeons in 4.4, so we're only going to get one. Only going to get one dungeon. Okay. And so there was so that also went 3, 2, 1, yep. this patch around. Yeah, that's right. Um, I am assuming we're... MSQ. We even, let's look, all right, well, let's do MSQ. Not, okay, so I'm thinking... Well, I'm also thinking Hildebrand and four point. We have not gotten four point oh, one. Let's, let's just do, let's do the main things. We all right. So we know we're going to get one dungeon. We ain't got to try and uh, okay. juxtapose that. We we're going to get the twenty four man raid. We're going to get the twenty four man, the final evilies. Uh huh. Um, let's we're start going, with MSQs. How many MSQ get, quests are we getting? And, and we'll say combined because it's probably going to be split up between a half patch, right? Of course it will. Okay. Yeah. So it'll be something like five and five or six and seven. Ooh, you're you're I'm, aiming high. Too high. You think like I'm four and four? Four. Four and five. No, four and four. Yeah, we're going four and four this uh, this I'll, time. I'll go. I'll go. I'll go five and five. Actually, that, yeah, that was my first. Yeah, my first yeah. Thing. Okay. Well, yeah, five and five. I think five and five. See, I think I just I'm trying to figure out how much we're getting. What what left do we have for four point X? We have the next Eureka. Yep. We have. Are they going to add Hildebrand this patch? I would assume they would. Probably. Yeah, they will. yeah probably. Uh, okay, but they won't finish it probably until four point five. Mm-hmm. So we'll probably but. We probably will not get any trials, and especially because no, 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 no. We we still have. Don't we still have uh, Siryu to go? No, no, no. I mean, like Hildebrand trials. Oh no, no, absolutely because no. I, because we got those I, I don't know if you've been doing the Hildebrand points. quests, but the Hildebrand quests actually do set up for a nice rebattle with Yojimbo. Um, <laughs> there's actually, you know, Hildebrand has set that up perfectly. Oh. Will they do it? Probably not. Probably not. Um, Definitely not. Yeah. Um, so that's yeah. But yeah, we need to do Ser- But see, here's the thing: we need to do Siryu, and we need to do the big baddie who's locked away. So. Yeah, see, that's the thing. We're going to fight Siryu in the dungeon, and then we're going to fight the big baddie. Oh, oh nice. Or, or Siryu just doesn't even have a battle. Like, we talk it out with him. 
No. No, I don't think so. But if, but I think if they did, it would be a dungeon because there's no way they would do two trials because they would need to do a regular and an X for both of these. Okay. So, all right. Yeah. Um, uh, so what else? Uh, do we think we're going to, are we going to get a beast tribe? What beast tribe is left? We can't, no, we won't. No, but they might add a, a quest for having done all the other beast tribes. There you go. That, there you go. Okay. Uh, what else? What else will they add? Um, we did, our, we did our MSQ, our 24 I mean, there's man, the rumor trial, that we could get a pa- We could get a job. We could get Blue Maid. <laughs> yeah, right. Nope, um, nope. I, I think that's going to be it. And, and then the rest will be a plethora of quality of I mean, life we'll changes. Or, or, we'll get the final Eureka. Yeah, we'll get the final Eureka, to be final Eureka. Or it will it'll be a bunch of Q of L things as well as like role-playing bullshit that nobody fucking asked for. Oh, here's something uh, that the first smart thing Tarot Tarot in the chat has ever said. Uh, he says, I'm so, so scared that uh, Koryu might just be a cutscene. Like the big bad? You're scared the big bad is going to be a cutscene? Isn't you know, Koryu the big bad? You know, maybe. After all probably. that, they're like, you've quelled all of my guardians, so now I'm, I'm still... Wait, hold on. Now. Hold on. No, 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 no. You defeat all the Guardians, you defeat Siryu, right? In the final cutscene, you don't get to fight Koryu. The Guardians all come together and defeat him <laughs> for you. Much, but, like, why can't this be, like, Eleven, where when we fought Trials, NPCs fought with us, and we can fight Koryu, and NPCs of the all the other guys come and fight with us? Nope. Nope. No. I hope, no, no. I hope that happens. Oh, my God, I hope that happens. That would be amazing. E- even if we... Even if they're not... To, like, just how, like... NPCs fight with us sometimes in the solo player quest. Yeah, no, I know, like, man. In FF11, you'd actually have to heal the NPCs or you'd lose. Like, my oh, look, I, the, the, the I got it. I got final it. fight in COP was my favorite. Oh my time. god, me too. That was my favorite mm-hmm. fight, and it was so hard, but I loved it so much. Yep. The fight with Koryu is going to be a single player duty in which you role play as Tenzin's. Uh, memory. <gasps> oh, yeah, it's like through us or some bullshit like that. Wow. Yeah. Oh wow. god. Yeah. All right. Well, there it is, guys. There it is. No, see that's for the thing all is, the not people gonna... who have said we don't give them actual evidence and facts. There it is. And if you think that at this point that we still haven't, y- you are like by definition just an idiot. Koryu would be the perfect ultimate fight, but they've already said they're not putting in any more ultimate fights. But for this not, For this, for, right? for, four point, yeah. for 4.x, yeah. yeah. But like for them waiting till 5.x mm-hmm. to put in Koryu would be like, we're way past the gods at that point. It wouldn't matter. Yeah. Really sad we didn't get any callers in today, even with Anira not being here. So I guess that's not the wow. reason they don't call in. Yeah, oh man, we gotta get down to the root of that still. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, I have to say, uh, Nika, you stayed awake the whole time. So yeah, I'm surprised that. at myself. Mm-hmm. I actually I had I had enough to rep- like talk about, so I guess that's why. Uh, Juxta, also, I guess, uh, congratulations to to you and thank you for actually being a like contributing member. contributing member today. Yeah, yeah, I step up when I have to. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Let it be known that when Juxta needs to step up, he does. Normally it's I to a table. Up, it was just me and Nika too. But I listened to like twenty minutes of that, and then I stopped. That's because you're a dumb, or I'm just an asshole. One of the two. Yeah. So yeah. All right. Asshole. 
Guys, that is going to be it for us today, though. Uh, make sure that you do tune in next week. We will still be here at uh, twitch.tv slash checkpoint radio. So make sure you hit that follow button. Make sure notifications are turned on. Uh, as for the foreseeable future, Limit Break Radio will be happening right here. And uh, we should hopefully have some more details on that for you next week. Um, again, because Anira wasn't here, it's not something that we really wanted to go into. And, uh, you know, he's he's our daddy. So we let him sort of take the charge, guys, <laughs> right? So uh, oh, make boy. sure Dad that you. <laughs> that's right. That's right. Join us next weekend for more. Uh, not sure what we're going to talk about again because we really just basically burned everything that we had and a backup that we've kind of been holding on to for a while. Uh, talking about uh, comparing the patch notes and like the content we've received is something we've been talking about doing for a while. So that's out of the bag now. So it'll be a complete surprise what we talk about next time. Uh, but that's going to be it for us, guys. Uh, I'm Kyle Landis. Thank you again to Nika Kayanian and Juxtaposition for joining us today. Uh, that'll be it, guys. And uh, till next time, I guess keep listening. Break Radio is a production of LimitBreakRadio.com and Bender Media Productions. This episode was produced by Kahlo Landis, Juxtaposition, and Cookie Persona. Final Fantasy XIV and Eorzea are trademarks of Square Enix. Funding for Limit Break Radio is provided by Miri Kennett, Nexian Theta, Hearst First, Talon Vieira, and fellow Limit Break Radio listeners. To support Limit Break Radio, visit Patreon.com slash Limit Break Radio. Opening music in this episode from Daniel Lambie. Listen to Man with the Machine Gun and other great tracks at Facebook.com slash Daniel Lambie, Metal Gamer. Closing music in this episode provided by Husky by the Geek. Listen to this and great Final Fantasy XIV and video game rock covers and original music at facebook.com slash huskybythegeek. In-game graphics for the Limit Break Radio's Twitch stream are provided by Diamond Multimedia. Check out their line of AMD graphic cards and other hardware at diamondmm.com. Limit Break Radio and its hosts are solely responsible for its content. Limit Break Radio.